Hello everybody and welcome to the big bit effect year-end extravaganza that is not special in any way but we like to talk about certain games at the end of the year for 2019. Something tells me I could have shortened that but who cares get to the music Craig let's get this on the row. to discuss what we think some of the best games this year were are my good friends Craig. Hi there, my name's Craig. Luke. Hi there, my name's Craig. <laughs> and Mike. I almost forgot what name was coming next. Howdy, y'all. Alright. Alright, so we got two Craigs and a Mike. Alright, gentlemen, gentlemen. 2019 has been a decent year. Uh, I like a lot of things that came out this year. I hope you guys had your your fill over the course of this year. Yes. The cheese. <laughs> All right. I, well, okay. You know, you know what? Craig brings up a very good point with this terrible answer. Um, we've had we've had a bit of a rough patch in in the podcast, just in terms of like the holiday making things crazy for us. So we're a little bit rusty. And right, we might have Someone had a schedule problem. Someone forgot to feed the editor. I think that's... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we might have had uh, a week where we didn't have an episode or things got out of order. But going into <clears> the <throat> new year, we promise we will give this all the dedication that four men who work jobs and have families can give a podcast. Which is roughly yes. one Sunday a month. And maybe some change. Anyway... Back to the game of the year for 2019. So, uh, if you listened to us last year, you know that these shows are very long, very sprawling, and kind of a weird format. But uh, we have a bunch of categories that we're going to answer, and uh, hopefully at the end of this episode, or maybe during because you're bored, you'll send us uh, what you think your game of the years are. Not game of the years, I don't really care from like 1987, but the games of the year. Boy, am I rusty as shit. Okay. What year was Double Dragon? 1988. I have no idea. I made that up. Okay. Sorry, guys. Wow, I really am rusty. Okay, so to start us off on this category, we have some uh, softball categories. Now, remember, the rules are you can pick two answers, but you may only talk about one. Because that's the way we work around here. It keeps it nice and breezy, to the point. Especially I like, if I like the way you've made a rule that lets Craig do his two answers because he's going to do it anyway. Oh, he's but going you're to, to anyway. No, <laughs> no. Do you know what I did before I came on? Do you know what I did? I deleted one of the answers from all of my answers. I'm just going to stick with one because I get into a kerfuffle if I try and do two because I obviously <laughs> start talking about both of them. Either that or Craig answers questions with, now, at first I had thought blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. But now that I've come to think about it, I think, you know, you find a way to weasel your stuff in there. But or or after to... you've patiently waited your, for your turn and you start talking, you just hear, oh, wait! And then he goes off for another <laughs> 23 minutes. <laughs> All right. All right, gentlemen. Easy one at first. Your favorite villain of this year. Modnar! Modnar! Wow, really, Mod? Yeah, genuinely. That guy was just like cinematic masterpiece. Came out of nowhere. R- totally random. Uh, <laughs> I was bloom- waiting for it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I, and yeah, I picked Mudnar because I thought, do you know what? That guy is actually a villain. He's like a villainous villain. He's a, an act, you know, like... Who's Mudnar? sense of villain. He's... Yeah, what's Mud- what Mudnar? Mudnar? <laughs> Dave? Mudnar is a the backwards version of the name of the villain from Snatcher who is named Random Hajil and looks like Sting. So he should get an award for man who looks like Absolutely Sting. Absolutely brilliant. The whole thing is just ridiculous. You see almost straight away, <laughs> Modnar. Modnar. What kind of name is Modnar? Oh, it's random backwards. And Hajil is Elijah, spelled huh? backwards in case mm-hmm. you were curious. So, uh, yes, it is a stupid Kojima-ass villain in a oh. stupid Kojima-ass game. Uh, <laughs> yep. Is it please, please not just Snatcher? Oh. Ah, okay. Yeah. Right, right. Anyway, that's me. Wow. Oh. Uh, no, no, no runner-up. No. I had, I had a runner-up, but then I realised it wasn't really a villain. It was more just an enemy. Was most of the things from Prey, just like you know, mugs. Oh, and cabinets, <laughs> inanimate <laughs> objects. Exactly, because that's that made for a tense experience. But that's not. That's like as a, an entity. That's a villain. Oh, see, I'm talking about two things. I'm talking about two things. <laughs> All it took was a little poke, and there goes Craig. <laughs> right. Shut All up, right. Craig. Somebody shut him up. Okay, I'm going to go with uh, Bowser okay. from Mario Odyssey because he looks fly. He is the original bad guy, and uh, you get to play as him at the end, which is amazing. So, hats off or hats on or oh. quiffs on. To oh, our man. sir. <laughs> <laughs> Runner up. That is up. the level of humor on this podcast for those that may be new to the podcast. Um, yeah, Sorry. dude, Bowser, Bowser, <laughs> that's probably the best version of Bowser. At least the one that I like. Like, that is a dapper suit that thing is wearing. Yeah, it's the comb over, man. It's the, he's managed to style that well. Um, I think he's hit his peak. He's He's got that perfect day haircut. One more day and it's going to be too much. Yeah. Um, and for my secondary, Mr. X and his Speedo pants. Good guy. <laughs> and a hat. And a hat. <laughs> no, no, the hat was shot off straight away. <laughs> um. Oh, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I should have said this up front. These are games that we played this year, not necessarily from this year. There's a good mixture of both. But if it's new to you, then it's a new game for 2019. So don't be pedantic about it. Anyway, Mike, what do you got? Yeah, that's okay. Right, so I'm going to scratch Hamora off the um, list. He was from from Judgment, quite liked him, but since he's a game from this year and the other ones aren't, I'm going to throw the other ones in instead. So that would be one Mr. Dutch from Red Dead Redemption 2, which I finally got around to this year. And I thought... He's got a plan, Arthur! I thought it it was excellent. Oh, Dutch was amazing, yeah. yeah, and uh, and my my second choice was going to be uh, uh, Monica from Doki Doki Literature Club, which is crazy sort of free visual novel for PC, which I played sort of around the summer. Oh, you finally played and, it, huh? Yeah, yeah, it was, it was quite quite a game, quite an odd one, but um, yeah. So so what do I do? Do I select which one I want to talk about out of the two? Yeah, uh, it's select two, pick one to talk about. Okay. Okay. Oh, I'll go for Dutch then. All right. I mean, I mean, even when we did the episode, it was like the story and Dutch were fantastic. 
So yeah, I, I can't blame you there. Um, the one uh, I picked to talk about is Owl from Sekiro. That guy is a straight up bastard and oh, he is a very good bastard at that. <laughs> um, I, I won't spoil anything, but um, he makes you simultaneously hate him and feel like shit for hating him at the same time. It's really good. Then, it's not his problem that his parents didn't marry, you know, man. It's, it's a modern oh, yeah, day I mean, I mean, you and... can't blame the bastard for the parents' decision. You just <laughs> yeah. can't. Yeah. I mean, Game of Thrones uh, did this for eight seasons, man. You need to give it a break. <laughs> um, my secondary villain is Gandhi from Civ Six. <laughs> well, what? <laughs> Oh, the man okay, likes right. nukes, okay? That's all I'm oh. going to say. He's a straight-up <laughs> bastard. Uh, all right. On the flip side okay. of that, favorite protagonist. Who were the guys that were like, I like this guy. Oh. Uh, okay, I'll jump in straight away. Uh, the first, first one, I, well, the only one I chose was actually Nero from Devil May Cry 5. Um. I thought he shined through here. I thought it was his his time to shine. Oh, over yeah. V, huh? Yeah, I like him. Oh, I liked yeah. V. I, I liked oh, V quite a bit. The V is sort of like a, a an Adam Driver ripoff, isn't Who's he? Adam Driver. <laughs> Adam Kylo Driver's Ren. the guy with the big nose. The guy, the guy who appears in every single movie and Netflix special at the moment. Kylo Ren. That's the one. Oh, oh, I guess I, I Star. Yeah, okay, sure. Yeah, Adam Driver. Woo. What a V ripoff he is. Okay. <laughs> uh, myself, I have two simple ones. One is Sir Dan Fortescue from this year's Medieval. And the second one is Artyom. And the one I want to talk about is Artyom from the Metro series. So I finally finished Metro Exodus this year. No spoilers. And I, I, I won't, I promise. So at the end of Metro Exodus, what happens is... That, His um, wife dies. By the time you get to the end of Exodus... It is strange how this character that has only spoken on loading screens for the last three games, plus all you've seen are like just the motions he does with his hands and the way he moves, how much <laughs> you're endeared to this character that has never actually spoken a line of dialogue in the game. I guess the it's kind of Gordon Freeman. Got you. Yeah. But yeah, I, I really like Artyom. I like the way he just doesn't talk very much, get- but... I get what you mean from that because a lot of character comes off on the loading screens when he's explaining like his more personal take on what's actually actually happening at each level. So I th- it it really does work, and everyone shouting RTM, you know. Plus, that is a good mm. name. Like if it's, I had a son, I'd name him RTM. It is a good <laughs> good name. Uh, for me, I'm gonna go with between Cal Kestis from Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order or Luigi from Luigi's Mansion. And I'm going to talk about Luigi, right? Luigi is a protagonist. Yeah, cool. All right. We've seen that before. But the amount of detail and character expression in Luigi's Mansion, um, I'm not that far into it. But honestly, I can't stop chuckling and falling in love with the green man himself. He's he's just adorable. Um, I can tell I'm going to love this game loads. Uh, yeah, watching uh, my wife was playing on the TV next to mine and not looking at it. But seeing Luigi and hearing Luigi was really hard to do. But I'm yeah. really looking forward to playing Luigi's Mansion 3. Oh, it's, I'm sure you're going to love it. 
just a quick quick aside are we actually are we actually tackling this at the same time as answering the questions I, I'm, I'm a bit puzzled what do you mean are we going like free, quick quick flow through them or are we are we putting answers in with with our answers as to oh why? yeah just, just whichever one you want to talk about maybe you want to explain why you picked this or what was special okay. about it or stuff like that Right, I wasn't sure if we were doing a second. Oh lap no, or no, 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 no! It, it, it's if you have something to say, okay, go okay, ahead cool, and cool, say cool. it when you choose. That's all right. I would have been stuck for what to say for any of those <laughs> anyway, so I'm, I'm good. But the next, I can, I can divulge more okay. information on. Cool. <clears throat> and my uh, favorite protagonist, I didn't remember where we were. Uh, I, I went with Shanti and Nathan Drake because I did a grand replay of Uncharted, and Nathan Drake is a man's man who I want to have a pint with. I always just think he's a nice guy, and there's nothing, not really much just more a, to say. Is there just a pint, or could it be a pint and a hey, you're drunk, come back to my house? Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's see. Let's have get some vodka back at my house. Let's go back and see what happens. Ah, uh, your pants are really tight, Drake. <laughs> Why don't you take them off? <laughs> Did you play the Lost Me. Legacy, Craig? No, I haven't played it yet. It's, uh, it's still sitting. It I've got it. Very, very good. I, I don't know why I, there's something that stopped me from moving over to it just because of the lack of Nathan Drake on the the cover. Oh, it's they do like, such a they do such a good job of like yeah. I was a bit worried about that as well, but they do such a good job of building out the, the two characters in in Last Legacy, so I would not be worried about that. Okay, I am um, cool. I'm holding Last or Lost Legacy as kind of my okay. This is the last Uncharted game. Break glass when you need an Uncharted game. So mm -hmm. I'm holding that in reserve for when I really want to f play Uncharted. Yeah, well, it's they, weird. It they... strangely doesn't feel like an add-on. It, it it does enough to be its own thing, even though it's yeah. the same mechanics underneath. Oh, that's good. Well, the Nathan Drake collection does a miraculously great job of remastering. Oh crap! That's my answer for later on. Never mind. Just forget that. Bit. <laughs> He's done it already. Here we go. All right. So as a punishment for Craig's slip up. It's time yes. for the first gut check question, gentlemen. Uh -huh. All right. You have approximately three seconds to answer this, and everybody needs to blurt it out at the same time because uh -huh. that makes for interesting audio. Yep. All right. So your first gut Even question with a is... time delay. <laughs> <laughs> In 2019, what was the game you saw or maybe played and went, huh, people like this, huh? What was a popular game you were baffled uh... by? Outer Wilds. Oh, the Outer Wilds. Okay, okay. Outer Wilds, not Outer Worlds, right? Not the Outer Worlds. Well, Although that is the second answer. The Outer Wilds and the Outer Worlds are your two <laughs> answers. <laughs> Essentially, yeah. SteamWorld Heist. Oh, okay. All right, good answer, good answer. And Resident Evil 2. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> now, 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 Craig... <laughs> I, I, I'm baffled by this. Um, fuck you. Just, just, just straight up. <laughs> um, myself, it, it's it's a game that came out to a masterfully wet fart sound, and that was Shenmue Three. Whoa. Um, I I saw. I haven't played it yet. To be fair. But I saw videos of it, and it was oh, oh, oh! oh they've done like that. This, huh? <laughs> they've huh. done that. Huh? That's yeah. what you decided to do. <laughs> okay. 
So you have uh, yeah. made a direct sequel. Yes, there is no upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it, it is amazing how I've heard absolutely nothing about it since it launched. <laughs> yeah, that's a good. Everybody that's played it has ended up like they've watched the Ring videotape. This <laughs> <laughs> is all just started. <laughs> um, Mike, you were a Shenmue guy. Are you gonna play Shenmue yeah. three? Uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so. It's not. It. It looks very bad. Generic. <laughs> I, well, I agree with yeah, you there. Okay. I was just curious because like... you're you're a big Sega man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, no, I'm. I'm. I'm not. That. Unless it's mega cheap, I'm never worried about buying things from mega cheap. <laughs> no <matter what> it's <laughs> <terrible>. <laughs> All right. Next question on the list is your biggest disappointment. Of Strange Brigade. <laughs> I didn't say the thing you regret putting into your disk drive. I said your biggest disappointment. No, I don't think I don't think this answer doesn't deserve two answers from me because that was such a big disappointment because we were both very hyped about playing this and it should have been good given the back catalogue of games, but it just wasn't. It was poop. What game was that? That said? it was. Strange Brigade. There's rebellion oh. online multiplayer kinda Oh yeah, that thing, yeah. Oh uh, yeah, it's just Nailed just... it on everything but the gameplay. Yeah. Everything was cool about that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm moving swiftly on. I'm going to be a bit controversial, and I'm going to say Fire Emblem Three Houses. Uh, it's a really good game, but there's so much opportunity for, or there was so much opportunity for, to bring something different, and I think it kind of delivers like a wet fart it's just it feels like they've padded out the best bits of fire emblem with hogwarts um they've made the game i think questionably too long because of it and what should be a enjoyable i don't know 20 30 hour story is padded out with junk and then i've completed one house i have no i don't desire to go do the others even though i'd like to view the stories i can't be asked running around that castle anymore sorry that's a fair point that's a shame yeah looking at it it's it's like i i can see the visual style of the actual battlegrounds and to me it looks i always thought it looked a bit bland and a bit sparse in like the gamecube yeah path radiance you know just a little too simple and then they spiced things up a lot over the 3ds Mm. period and it seems like they've reverted back to that, but I, I didn't know if that impacted the gameplay too. You don't I mean, have to, you don't have to engage with it, which is, you know, perhaps my own fault. But well, if you it's sort there, of have then to. you still have yeah. to run around and talk to people and just to get to the next battle. So yeah, you sort of do. But it, it's weird. It's like they've taken aspects of Persona and tried to implement it, and then but they've also removed the bits of Fire Emblem that made that bit enjoyable like you can't build the relationships or they didn't feel like they were as meaningful as previous games you can't choose a partner um you can't if units you know how you used to be able to double units up and then they would like work together that doesn't really happen in this one um i don't know it just doesn't doesn't feel right i'm gonna have to look into that then when i when i go into it yeah i played it for about 20 hours and yeah it got to me too like, I, I put it down because it was like, I am not ready for another Persona. 
<laughs> so so it, it's waiting for me there. But yeah, I, I kind of agree with you. It, I don't like the way they took it. But then on the other hand, you have my wife, who's played like every Fire Emblem game for 300 hours, absolutely loves the system. So yeah, it's hit and miss, depending on got, what you like. It got its hooks into me. I mean, when I got to the halfway point, I just couldn't put it down. But it was a case of like running through the castle bit as quickly as possible and just getting to the actual enjoyable bit, which was the fights themselves. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I'd still like the fighting itself, but... Hmm. So, so how about how about the uh, the new Colossus? That that's oh, Wolfenstein Two. It is a pile of garbage. I, oh I God, bless it. you, Mike. God, um, really? Bless you. I I, if, I I really enjoyed it. If, so, whoa, there's something going on here. <laughs> really? Oh my word! It's, it's all over the place. It's it's a, it's a nutty game. If you thought. <laughs> I think the the new order sort of said to me, I think there's a chance this could be okay. But this one, it just you know, it picks up. It's it's like the South Park yeah. of, of PS games. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's totally. happening there. But it's just it's just odd. I mean, I know there was a South Park FPS game on the N64. That wasn't great. So I mean, they should have learned a lesson from that. But I don't know what's what's happening here. There's a really really bland sort of level design to it. It just felt like. There were a few little bits where I sort of enjoyed it for a little while, and then it, it just got so old so quick, and it was like I did I did not have a clue what was going <laughs> on in there. Uh, every little bit of sort of like trying to trying to get a bit of sympathy from me, I was just thinking like, oh, this is a little shy. I don't. I know you're supposed to feel really good killing Nazis and stuff, but this is this is the lamest experience of doing that that I've had. I, uh, I went into. I, with uh, after listening to someone saying don't play it like the first one where it was very cover based and you took your time and dual wield and just run as quickly as possible through it and I found it a lot more enjoyable doing it that it, it just become chaotic but like, I had the difficulty like right down yes like Doom exactly well there's bits where you bloody like running like you run through um some sort of decrepit buildings at one point you sort of like come off of yeah no where you're boat, at yeah you go it's uh, new orleans the things and, and it's like and it's just waves and waves of these enemies that keep running through the doors and you're like going, oh god not a shite and then then a drone thing comes in which you have to stick your head up in the air to shoot and you're like who made this <laughs> nice <laughs> pause for effect there i like that um yeah my, my problem was it got really stupid really fast like Yes, the first game is not what you would call realistic. But it, it had its feet grounded in sort what? of a magical realism. Was it but the bit with you, the head? <laughs> it was the bit with the head. It was the pregnant lady <laughs> ripping her shirt off. It was it was everything. It's like, guys, what did you do? What did you do? To Wolf? And, and I mean, like gameplay-wise, like first-person stealth and New Order, I really enjoyed that stealth because it wasn't a lot like stealth. So I was, I was a little sad they didn't keep on that track. But yeah, um, Wolfenstein 2 was enough for me to go, yeah, I don't think I'm going to play Youngblood. I don't I don't think I'm going to play... Oh, uh, Youngblood's really good. But you like Borderlands. Oh, that is very Borderlands-y. Hold up. Borderlands is... Oh, it doesn't matter. Okay, yes, moving on. My biggest disappointment of this year is a very old game. And that got re-released this year, uh, the Baldur's Gate 1 and 2. Um, they're games that I've always heard from a lot of people. These are some of the best RPGs ever made. 
it's why PC gaming is amazing. Uh, turns out they're utter garbage. And I, uh, I, I pushed my way through one and went, okay, but two, two, that's the one everybody holds up. Uh, turns out two is just as utter garbagey. I was very disappointed because that was like a hundred hours gone. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry for your loss. That, that, that's fine. Thank you. Thank you for your commiseration. <laughs> what was that? My my pad just cut oh, off. Oh, uh, Baldur's Gate one and two, the re-releases. I finally played them for the first time. Oh, I, I get no. <laughs> All right. Uh, things you might give one about is your favorite company this year. Mm. Good two. You get, mm. get to pick two. Mm -hmm. You pick two. Yeah. Talk about one. As I've said five Mango. times so far. I've got two easy ones with one explanation, which is Arcane and Obsidian, because they both made games that I played this year that I felt were made for me. So that's like absolutely melty good games and praying outer worlds. Oh, I was gonna say. Okay, I, I couldn't think of the Arcane one, but yeah. Okay, thank you. Quite all right. That that um, is my whole answer. All right. Okay. Uh, myself, I have Sega, and I have, as I always do, Capcom. Sega. <laughs> wow. I knew you were going to say this because I've got the fucking same. Oh. Um. The the oddball pick for me is Sega because I'm not really a Sega guy, but what they're doing with Yakuza, and mm. their commitment to what they're doing with the Yakuza series, I really enjoy. Um. Then you take into regard everything they've done with Total War and things like that. Sega right now is kind of killing it, and uh, that's awesome. Are you not? And they're taking gambles too. They've got things like Project Sakura Wars in the works and stuff, and it's not it's not reviewed absolutely brilliantly, but they're they they're giving. A yeah, shot I mean, even it. with Judgment, they at least had the idea of hey, let's try shaking it up a little bit. Uh, it's a bit of a mixed bag. If you've listened to that episode, you know what we're talking about. But yeah, I, I at least applaud what Sega's doing. Are you not a bit worried that oh, uh, uh, they're going to burn out the Yakuza series? Like, it feels a bit like Assassin's Creed. Sort of, let's just push everything out as possible and we can do all this different things. Oh, let's do a Final Fantasy style RPG and detective game. Yeah, do the same city, same place, same, <laughs> yeah. Um, my The only reason why I don't feel it's as bad as, say, a Ubisoft is because most of the games they're releasing are old games but they're at least bringing them all up to date. So, I mean, if you had played Yakuza 1 through 5 before, you're you're not really, um, uh, what's the word, I'm pushed to play it like it's a new game. It's no, if you want to, here's your option, but we're not suggesting you play them all back to back. I mean, they're even cutting up the releases, so they're not flooding it all at once. So, yeah, I mean, I see what you're saying, because if you are a new fan that came from Zero, uh, you're going to get burnout by the time you hit, what, maybe 2? <laughs> maybe maybe three and you're gonna be like all right that's enough yakuza but at least for long-term fans like mike myself where we've played one through five before oh hey we don't have to rip out a ps2 if we ever want to get back into you know yakuza you know i don't that, think it's too bad there's a lot more to this sega story really because i mean they, they've been killing it over on the switch with like re-releases of virtual racing and I, I mean i played fantasy star for the first time this year they're going everywhere, wow. aren't they? Yeah, <laughs> yeah they are. They, they, they seem to explode as, as like, finally a third party that's acting like a third party. 
let's not forget Shenmue. I mean, yeah. we have Sega to thank for that in the long run. And, uh, and Yakuza 7 is, from the demo, looking mighty fine. Despite sort yeah. of worries of what it could be like, you know. I think there's even a, a, a link up with Dragon Quest in there, from what I've heard. It's not been shown anywhere yet, but yeah. yeah. Cool, cool, cool. That's great. So I guess that leads me on to my, my choice, because I, I somehow neglected Sega, but I, I of course, went with Capcom. So, uh, <laughs> oh, cool. Good man, good man. You know, and, and, and yeah, of course, they're, they're on a roll as usual. You know, I don't think there's many years that Capcom aren't in the spotlight. Um, this year, Resident Evil 2, Devil May Cry 5, uh, some crazy visual novel thing on the Switch, which I've not looked at yet. Uh, a really, really big game that hit early this year, uh, maybe was covered in snow and ice. Oh, ice, Iceborne. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Was it this the year only they thing... re-released the um, the the Switch version of Monster Hunter? Or was oh, that... Generations. Oh, I don't know. Well, that might have been the end of last year. I'm not sure. Um, the only the only thing I ding Capcom on is uh, their fighting game output has gone. In the tank. Yeah. But no. Although like, I mean, Honda came back this year. Honda came back and was great. His storyline was great. But um, like, like compared to what everybody else is knocking out of the park, Capcom's looking really weak in the fighting sector. I think, I think, I think that's that something to wait on because, I mean, we've, we've seen yeah. like Soul Calibur and stuff come out. And I mean, I, I just picked up new Samurai Showdown. I'd never play a Samurai Showdown. I so did I. But yeah, and it's, you know... Uh, I'm willing to see what all the others are doing, and then wait to see. Yeah, what I think it was. Um, I think I think I was, I was watching a YouTube video on uh, Maximilian, mm. and he said it's kind of a historical thing when Capcom does bad, everybody else fills in that vacuum with really good stuff, and then Capcom comes back, and uh, yeah. it's definitely the case this time. I mean, everything that has reinvigorated the fighting game scene since Capcom kind of screwed up with Marvel's Capcom and Street Fighter. It's been great for fighting game fans. I think the only thing I'll rule out in the future is that I don't think we'll see an exclusive Street Fighter again. I think that was a, a one-off. You know. Yeah, yeah, that, that was... It's, we'll see. Yeah, who knows. And for me, uh, this has been a year of catch-up. So I've, I've gone through quite a lot of the old uh, games that I missed. And I'm going to say Nintendo. Um, I think Nintendo... Maybe not this year, but in the last few years, I've absolutely nailed it. And I have put a lot of time into Mario Kart, Breath of the Wild. I finished uh, A Link Between Worlds. Um, and I have a good amount of unplayed Nintendo games I can't wait to touch, such as Luigi's Mansion 3. I've got Fire Emblem. I am considering going through it again, even though I what I said earlier. And uh, Pokemon. I'm looking forward to seeing <laughs> that. So, Yeah. Ah, Sword and Shield is pretty good. Have you finished it? And how how does a link between worlds rate in the in the uh, the, the whole order of Zelda's? It's my favorite 2D one, um, but if I'm not going to oh, go it's, down it's that nice, mad path of trying to rate all the, the Zelda games, we had one <laughs> one previous no, member of the podcast. And he shall is not be staying silent. Isn't he in a padded room somewhere saying it, <laughs> it's still be a better honest. it's still a better Zelda than Zelda? Ratchet and Clank is still a better Zelda than Zelda. I oh, stand by that. <laughs> All right. Speaking of standing by things that we shouldn't be standing by, uh, moving on. 
Uh, what was your multiplayer game of the year? Like, this was just something you had fun just in the multiplayer. Just just to clear things up, does that include, like, just co-op, like, couch co-op and things like that? Well, yeah, that's still multiplayer. Oh, cool. Uh, like, uh, Overcooked <laughs> 2 and Human Fall Flat for me, because uh. Human Fall Flat was the absolute... Like tears streaming down my eyes, playing it with Amelie, just trying to flop about the place to work together. And if you've not played it, I would urge you to try and play it with someone because it's just fucking funny as hell. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so, so funny. It's just physics based puzzles, and you've got rough control over each hand as a trigger and you have to grab a boulder and pull it somewhere and leave or something else but you just end up dying loads and things fall over and it's just it's just humans fall flat humans fall flat I haven't I haven't actually cried with laughter as much at a game <laughs> as I have done um, yeah, as... me and me and my daughter played that and gang beasts and oh, yeah, okay. yeah yeah it, it is it is very fun yeah oh man well uh okay Multiplayer. Um, this has been my weakest year ever for multiplayer. To be honest, I've I've barely played much, especially with you guys. And you're you're pretty much where where the majority of my fun comes from. Oh, thanks, so, mate. I mean, earlier in the year we all got together for a <laughs> <laughs> we we all got together for a, a Battlefield Five. Um, it was pretty fun, but it didn't convince me enough to buy the game. So I'm gonna have to go with my other option, which is. Very, very recent. In fact, just a couple of days ago. Gears of War 5. So I was playing it Take with it. Luke. Good old Lukey boy. <laughs> and it was, it was, it was ace. It was, you know, it's nice. It's nice having a little, you know, no voice chat and stuff. But I had a blast. We pretty much went through most mm. of the game modes. And uh, yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty cool playing, playing a co-op game again. Because I, I get so many of these, you know, like the Halos, the Gears games. I always end up playing them solo. Even though I know there's the scope there to play them. Well, I have a proposition for you, Mike. Uh, if you want, I'd like to go through the, the story mode together with you. We could, we could part. But I don't want to hear you talk because I can't stand your fucking voice. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, deal, deal. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm just going to add that Gears of War Five has been an absolute delight to play both uh, by myself and with others, um, and they've added some really, really cool concepts to what felt like quite a tired franchise. And if you have never played Gears before, or you have and you're a bit burnt out with it, I would strongly recommend you have a look at it, because what they have done is enough to change it for me, and I can't put it down. I have spent so much time in hard mode. Um, it's just it's just great. Um, myself, uh, the main, I guess, uh, highlight has been uh, me and Grim ripping through Vermintide. Uh, Vermintide is... 2, specifically. Uh, Vermintide 2 is, like, really under the radar. And if you ever have a hankering for Left 4 Dead, this really takes that formula and makes it so much more fun. Um, I've had a blast ripping through Vermintide 2. Uh, the other one would be Civ. I've, this is the first time I've ever played Civ online. And you know that thing where you play by yourself and you beat the computer <laughs> and you yeah. think you're really good? And then there's some guy that has, you know, tanks, He's read and the you're still running game, around yeah. with chariots, and you're like, well, <laughs> well, I'm not a big fish in a small pond anymore. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so uh, getting slaughtered in Civ Online has been a lot of fun. 
Yeah, I just imagine that's like that Red Alert 2 thing where you're like, oh, right, I'm really good at this. And then you go online and like, hey, hang on a minute, mate. There's like the one minute build rules not set up. I haven't even built my harvesters. What are you doing? <laughs> is, it, is this yeah. Civ 6, by the way? Is yeah. this the latest one? So can can you online still win by like a, a religious yeah. um, victory? You can, you can yeah. create different rooms with you know you can untick religious victory if you don't want people to win by religion you can customize everything in this game to where you can only win by science or you can only win by mm. domination you know so um yeah and they've tweaked it so online games move at almost quadruple the speed of offline games so ah, it, right, it's right. really moving yeah, yeah cool 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 oddly enough a conversation i had on christmas day with a relative uh. <laughs> I'll oh, go next I'll... with um, yeah. Tetris 99 uh, this came oh, out of the, yeah. the blue and I think it was a Nintendo Direct they're like oh, and it's available now and it starts off of a, as a oh this is just Tetris and then you start to unlayer pieces to it I still don't quite understand all the, all the concepts and what's going on but I do know that you can target different people and you, there's different strategies to playing it um, and it's one of those games I just can't seem to put it down and I continuously return to it. So, yeah, great game. Craig, that leaves you. Craig? Craig answered with... Uh... <laughs> so, okay, Luke, I'll just answer again. Oh, so, oh, you're right, you did. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> Overcooked 2 and Human Fall Flat. Dave, I believe you played that with Abby. And Gang Beasts. Out of my head. Because I was listening to you. <laughs> All right, shut up. All right, the next one is one of our big pillar questions here. Uh, this is your game of the year. That is not from this year, but if it came out this year, it would be your game of the year. Oh, oh. is this no, 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 no. This is just you know, uh, this is a game that made it that you really enjoyed, but it wasn't from this year, so it can't win this year's game of the year. I've got two um, on this. If, if I'm not allowed to. No, but you, you have to, and then you explain <laughs> one of them. Oh my gosh! I'm joking, I hate you all. I'm joking, I'm Can we joking, just rename Jesus. it Dave, Games right. Games of the Year? Are you listening, <laughs> Dave? Are you gonna? I'm, just... I'm, I'm listening. Um, I haven't finished it yet, but Metro 2033 <laughs> is one hey! of my picks, and Prey is the other one, obviously, because. As I said, Prey felt like like I didn't know what to expect going into it. I probably wouldn't have played it if we weren't playing it for the podcast, and it turned out to be absolutely flipping, just perfect for me. Just the the right balance of mechanics and stealth, and a wee bit of spoopiness and mugs that attack you, and a ridiculous story. I just, it just was amazing. I loved it so much. All right. Um. Myself, it was uh, finally got around to Dragon Quest Builders this year, Woo. and when you take that game for what it is, it's a lot of fun. Like, I mean, I I don't like the the system of, uh, you know, once you build a town and you get it all up leveled and all that fun stuff, you move on to a different area. But if you take that into consideration and you don't spend too much time on one specific town, that game is a lot of fun. Um, I blasted through it until the last town, and then I spent all my time on the last town just, you know, having at it. And I ended up enjoying it quite a bit. Uh, the runner-up was the Banner Saga. I finally tried that, and that oh, so pretty good. Yeah, it's, I'm glad you liked that game. 
The, the only the only complaint can I can I have a complaint because it really bugged me. No, you've I already think... spoken about something else. <laughs> Hello, my name yeah. is Craig. I have a second thing to see. Um, <laughs> you get there, man. Give uh, it three years. <laughs> <laughs> um, the only complaint I have about Banna Saga is I don't like how it can just kill one of your characters because you made a dialogue choice. That seems unfair and cruel, but I, I liked it anyway. I thought you were Mr. Permadeath, isn't that right? I, I did! Street? I kept it, but it just so happened that every time it was the guy I relied on the most. I was like, <laughs> oh well, that guy is dead, let's, let's put everything into this. Oh, oh, there he goes, got trampled by an ox. Well, uh, so so the last fight was a real scrabble to try to win it. But other than that, it was a lot of fun. All right, then. Fine, fine. So, so uh, games of the year, not from this year. Yes. That's the question, isn't yeah. it? Plural. Okay. <laughs> so my, my first game, which I won't talk about, is uh, Castlevania Symphony of the Night, which I started playing again. It's still really good. Uh but there's not really much more to say about it. It's the same as every year. Um, but the other one is absolutely huge. This is a game so nice I bought oh, it. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so a game I own on a PlayStation 4, uh, an American PlayStation 4 copy, an Xbox One copy, and a Nintendo Switch copy, along with a, a tank and all the DLC, is Valkyria Chronicles 4. Um, this is excellent. You know, it's uh, it was the game that I wanted to argue of being my my game of the year this year, um, but of course it's going to be relegated to this category. Unfortunately, that's not to say my, my actual game of the year is going to be bad or anything, but um, it's just it's just absolute an absolute pleasure to play. It's like it's, it's like comfort food as well. You know, it's 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 top quality. Every single every single cutscene, you know, it goes off the rails a little bit in terms of its story. Uh, stages but I did not find a single point where I was bored over the what 80 90 in fact I think it was 110 hours I put into it in the end um, got the platinum congrats and yeah yeah I did all the skirmishes all the all the hard skirmishes I collected every single character um, I've still got a few DLC bits to, to wipe off but it's just like it's like it just brought back the original Valkyrie Chronicles when I was playing on the PS3 and I just sit there for hours and hours and it, you know time just zooms by when you're playing this game. Um, I, I I wasn't as swayed by the new sort of like unique bits, you know, like do odd things apart from just battling one on one, you know, like shooting clock. Oh yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Weird things like that. I, I was. But the thing is, the skirmish comes back and it lets you play these maps again in their original sort of wave. You know, if you if you'd like, anyway. So, I I don't think there was a single negative I could put on this game. Um, you played this too, this did, year, didn't I you, did. Dave? Uh, I have I have a few small and complaints, how, how but not, nothing I would want to voice here. I mean, like I really enjoyed uh, yeah. more. Better than Valkyria Revolution. Mm-hmm. That's so for yeah, sure. yeah. No, there's no question on it. In fact, scratch Symphony of the Night off the list. Go BC all right. away. Am I? I'm the last one. Am I? I know Dave's still got to answer as well. Human fall flat. (laughs) And... Uh, Right. So, my two games, uh, the one I won't talk about is Uncharted 4, and the one I will talk about is Divinity Original Sin 2, which 
I, oh man, I bought this game promising I would play it with uh, my friend Sam, who we completed the first one together over, I think it was like 18 months or something stupid. <laughs> and uh, I got sick, I was off work for a week, and I just absolutely nailed it. This game is amazing. If you like traditional, I guess, Baldur's Gate style RPGs... Um, no, 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 no. More XCOM than Baldur's Gate. Baldur's Gate's real time. Ah, uh, okay, cool. I... Thank you, Dip. Yep, 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 yep. Um, yeah, this game is is for you. You can do just about anything you want. You can you can dilate dialogue your way through most of it. You can be stealthy. You can whatever you can think of, they can do it. I had one character, for example, who I started off with as like a, a cleric, so he was a, he, he could be up close, but he could also heal. And then I found he was kind of useless, so I turned him into a rogue. And he became stealthy, but then I found, oh wait, maybe he could be an archer as well. And by the end of it, he was just like every class you could possibly do. Uh, it was, oh, it's, honestly, it's so much fun. It is a brilliant game. And it's having those amazing. guys behind Baldur's Gate 3 makes me really excited for Baldur's Gate 3. Yeah, the the promo video for that looks amazing. Even though it doesn't oh, give off any gameplay. Right? Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Um, honestly, if there's one game that you need to pick up, and this is for... Craig and Mike, you need to play this game. It's it's on another level. It's so good. Just just a moment. Did did you say this plays like XCOM? It's XCOM combat with Baldur's Gate uh, world exploration. Yeah. So as soon as you get into okay. combat, it's, it out, you, know, you have two action points. You can move, you can attack, but it's turn-based like XCOM. Oh, it nice. is really good. Oh, right. that's, it, that's changed it. I thought it was some sort of real-time nope. strategy sort of thing Brilliant. going on. It does like um, amazing okay. things where you can combo. So, for example, I had a, a mage who was who could cast rain, and then I had a, another mage who could cast like a lightning spell. So, if you then targeted the water after you'd put on the enemies, they'd get electrocuted as well as being uh, wet. I, I don't know if there's any decrease, but you could freeze um, them from that. You could, yeah, you can make them. So, if you were to like freeze the water. The enemies would then potentially slip when they ran across the ice, and or you yeah. hit it with fire and it creates a smoke screen. Yeah, there's a lot of really oh, cool so interactions. Um, Luke, really quick question: Who's the best character in that? And there's one answer. Oh, um, what's the dwarf called again? Um, no, it's not the dwarf, you fool! It, who is it? It's the Red Prince. <laughs> the Red I Prince, had, man. Well, I had a, so my my team was the dwarf, the Red Prince. The uh, Fane, the the skeleton guy. Oh yeah, like Fane. The assassin archer. Oh, what's it? I've forgotten all their names. This is so bad. Best game of the year. I can't remember a single character. <laughs> <laughs> all right, gentlemen. It is time for gut check number two. All right. Games that you think should have been either shorter or longer. Not necessarily both, because they can't be shorter and longer. But a game you played that was you were feeling like, oh man, this could really be longer, or this could really be shorter. Uh, I'll go first, uh, very quickly, to say Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain could have been a hell of a lot shorter. Yeah, I'll give you that one, Dave. Fire Emblem Three Houses, for the reasons I discussed earlier. Xenoblade hmm. mm-hmm. Two could have been a little shorter, I guess. As, as fine as it is, but it was pushing it a little bit towards the end. I'm, I'm going to go beast. Yeah, sorry. I'm, no, I was just going to say I'm going to go the other way and say I wish um, Blood and Truth, the VR cover shooter, 
had been longer because I know it's more difficult to make a VR game, but it was so damn good. I wish it had been longer. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah I still haven't tried that yet. Yeah. Oh, what if, what if Resident Evil 2 had more modes, more scenarios? <laughs> no, 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 no. Resident Evil 3 <laughs> is coming. Just, just hold it. Oh, okay. It's coming. <laughs> um, All right. And, and if, if you need it in the meantime, go play, uh, I don't know, Control, maybe, for your Resident Evil fix. All right. Hmm. Gentlemen, put on your conductor hats. What is the hype train that you boarded and then were shoveling coal into that engine, man, because you really liked this game? Uh, what hype train did you get behind? Didn't you miss question seven? Oh, we go. Oh, yeah, I'll just switch it up. Sorry, I did. Oh, that's okay. That's good, because the, the truth is, just a second ago, we were discussing it. Resident Evil 2. Boom. Oh, okay. That, that was... That was the hype train, and it definitely delivered. I, I, mine's is quite a simple one because there was no hype train for me, and then about three weeks before release, mucho hype train and outer worlds to the point where I took the day off work and was salivating, <laughs> waiting for the game to get here, um, very much, and it just, it just nailed it for me. Um, now see, I seem to think I remember somebody being on a hype train for a certain game. For oh gosh, no, a long no, time. No, and, absolutely uh, no, 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 no. I'm sure it won't be mentioned later on in this podcast. It yep. absolutely <laughs> will be. <laughs> um, myself, it's it's Iceborne. I was so hyped for Iceborne. I deleted my save for Monster Hunter World and started over again with a new weapon. <laughs> <laughs> um. It, it delivered everything I wanted and then gave me more to where I put it down and now I'm waiting to do like the Resident Evil crossover stuff and I'm waiting to do uh, the new monsters that have come out since. I, I'm just, okay, when I need Monster Hunter, you will be here, my, my beauty. And so, yeah, Iceborne my was precious. fantastic. Oh, yeah. For me, it's uh, Mortal Kombat 11. Um, I, yeah, the, the amount of hype behind that game, maybe not in mainstream media but in the YouTube channels that I follow was insane and then I picked it up and just yeah Injustice has always been my preference of uh, nether realm games but um, mostly because I find the gore can be too much or it was in 10 but they've nailed it this time um, I think they had a really clever way of even though the story was garbage they had a clever way of introducing old and new characters in their prime and um, yeah, they've just yeah, really, I'd agree really, with that. Yeah, they've refined the they've refined the the system so much that I think you know, as we discussed previously, where Street Fighter has maybe been knocked off its perch, Nether Realm have really set the bar high, and I think that's going to bring out the next gen of fighting games are going to they're going to have to to up their game, which I'm looking forward to. Indeed. All right, gentlemen. Uh, your favorite remaster, or maybe a collection of games this year? Resident Evil 2. It has to be, right? Oh! Oh, shit. Uh, I, I messed up bad then. It doesn't ha- It doesn't have to be. I Because for- Sedan Fortescue came out this year. <laughs> and that was- there was a guy from Sony that said, Dave, what game would you like? And I said, you know, Medieval was really cool. And he's like, all right, buddy. And uh, they made it just for me. Um, 
Yeah, <laughs> just that, for that you. Game. <laughs> just for me. I think I'm the only person who bought it. <laughs> I remember seeing the uh, reviews yeah, come out. I was so and excited. Going, oh, Dave still loves this. <laughs> No matter what comes out, <laughs> Dave, Dave gave the it ten is, out of ten. <laughs> it, it is it is the opposite of Shenmue. Mm. Um, it plays almost exactly like it did, like down to like animations. But it looks so cool, and the the world looks so much more fun. And Dan is great. And I'm sorry, I need to spend some alone time with my Dan statue. <laughs> So anyway, moving on. Mm-hmm. Um, I I went for a collection. Uh, my... uh, okay. This was it's a boring answer, really. It's the Castlevania Anniversary Collection. Um, I just got the hankering to go back and try sort of like the NES games and have another run through Castlevania Four. Um, and yeah, yeah it's, it's a great collection. I've no qualms about picking that up the day it came out, pretty much. And I'm glad Konami finally got off their butt and started uh, releasing some of this yeah. stuff. Yeah, it's, quite it's almost like they figured out they're sitting on a gold mine. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> almost, almost. And thank God they're not going the Nintendo eight dollars for ice climbers route. Mm. <laughs> um, my one or my two would be the Uncharted collection, but my actual game remastery type thing are the Kiwamis the Kiwami brothers as I like to call them <laughs> um, one and two. Oh yeah that's they, right you had a sickness this year yeah because um, they're just absolutely masterful games they're just perfect 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 games Kiwami 2 in particular actually because I hadn't played that before and it was flipping amazing yeah. so that's, how, how did it feel switching it? between them though because I know Kiwami 2 is like a post Yakuza 6 game and Kiwami 1's like yeah. a, an old school sort of PS3, PS4 make It's it wasn't as bad and I, di- I didn't quite play them back to back but there's a noticeable jump when going to Kiwami 2 uh, just uh, in the town and the, the feel of it and the general um, what would you call it the feel of the town and stuff mm. like that It's it feels more modern but it's pretty cool hmm uh, I do have a sickness though and I'm trying to control myself but next year <laughs> that question will probably be answered by the Yakuza collection of <laughs> 4 and 5 that's coming out in February so you know good luck. well anything that keeps you away from Ubisoft Craig is a good thing I, th- I think true. it's a really good thing it's very true I'm, uh, I've kind of I've went off no I've not went off Ubisoft I can't get into Far Cry Primal and I've tried the crew too over the weekend and I was a bit like, oh my god, what am I doing? What am I actually doing with my life? And then Grim told me to go and try play New Dawn. So I might try New Dawn and see what comes of it, but I think I'm over Ubisoft. Thing. Either that or Starlink, I'd say give her a shot. That oh, might yeah, scratch yeah. your Ubisoft itch. Uh, Alright, so next one is most time spent in character creation. What was the game this year? Myself, I, I already said the games earlier. It was Baldur's Gate. I must have spent like two hours going, oh, why do I want to be here? Because it's like for the next 180 hours. Where do we want to be? It took a very long time to figure it out. Hmm. Um, for me, it was Outer Worlds. Again, so many answers. This is Outer Worlds. The character creation, you don't pick stock classes. You pick aptitudes. So you can pick like a janitor or a cashier. So if you pick a cashier, you're, you've got plus one persuasion. If you pick a janitor, 
your you know your um, shock resistance boosts a wee bit. It's very very cool the way they have this aptitude system as opposed to standard classes. And it's I took forever, forever reading every single one and reading it again and trying to figure out what I wanted to do um, with my life inside that game. <laughs> <laughs> It's a bit. It's a bit like if you went in school, you went to you know like your, um, would you call it your personal tutor, and it's like right, Craig, what do you want to be when you grow up? You pick now, and a that's it. Trait. That's you for life. Yeah, um, I, <laughs> I was mad, just oh, loved it. So funny, so so funny. Anyway, crack on. I'm I'm gonna throw a bit of a curveball out, and uh, thankfully this game allows you to alter your your. Uh, Luke. So, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, um, as you go throughout the game, you collect different lightsabers and hilts and ponchos, and basically, you can continuously change the look and badassness of your character. Um, so, the amount of time I spent looking at, oh, what does this lightsaber hilt look like with this with this switch, and oh, what does this color do? And then, yeah, it's oh, it's, it was a dream made for me. <laughs> so it's your medieval, is what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a, a, a crying shame here because um, I very rarely spend any time in character creation. Um, the most I probably spent was was in Borderlands 3 the other day. Um, even then, that was about a 45 second job. The the two minute, <laughs> in fact, actually no, I did spend about two minutes on one game, which was apologies Woo! to the world of. Game Pass, Twitch games, Humble Bundles, all that stuff. But basically, when you buy a game digitally, I don't really feel like I own it, so I sort of forget the name pretty often. But would it be The Dragon's Trap? Is that a Wonder Boy, a Monster Boy, a Monster World? What? Which one is it? Wonder Boy. It's Wonder Boy and Monster Land 3 Dragon's Trap. <laughs> and that, that does let well you choose remembered. between Wonder Boy and Wonder Girl. And I started the game as Wonder Boy. And I turned it off, and I spent two minutes thinking, maybe I'll play as Wonder Girl, and uh, that was pretty much it. So apologies for the very basic <laughs> answer. But <laughs> well, uh, that's right, Mike, because you did a nice segue. Uh, the next question is the best two D and the best three D looking games that you've played this year. Now, remember, you get two choices for two D, two choices for three D. Oh man. Um, the uh, the best looking game for two D that I picked was really rough this year because uh, both Blasphemous and Wonder Boy 3 in Monsterland, Dragons Trapping Curse and 4 mm. whatever it was that I just said uh, Wonder Boy looks j- almost too good to believe it's a game oh, yeah. um, it looks fantastic and to find out it was done by two people it's like, man, you guys knocked out of the park. That game was fantastic looking Ooh. in 2D. Um, for my 3D choices, I have uh, medi- Medieval, because it looks really cool, <laughs> uh, and Kingdom Hearts 3. Mm. Uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 is a game that has more color in it than I think most of the games this year had combined. <laughs> uh, it is a really good looking game, and they nail the the effect of being in the different worlds really well. So, uh, yeah, my, I guess it would be Wonder Boy and Kingdom Hearts 3. Hmm. Nice. 
This is the bit where we all say shit. I didn't know there was a 2D and 3D section. Right, I'll I'll go 2D. <laughs> so my 2D were Shanty and Celeste, and Celeste is the one that kind of pips it because although Shanty is beautiful, Celeste has a really good feel to it, and everything about that game, the music and the look of it, and what you're actually doing in game is just knitted together really well so it just visually it's great and i've only been playing it handheld as well so i'm saying that from the point of view of on the switch I should say playing it handheld it's ace and my 3d ones were where were they can't remember um near automatos and blood and truth <laughs> oh, tomatoes and uh, i'm gonna go with blood and truth as my explanation although it's vr PSVR at that, it's not even like a full HD thing coming into your eyes actually experience it, it's really, it's a really well rendered and it makes the most use of the technology that's very limited um, and it, it just, you just sink into it, it's, it's brilliant and you can do really, you've got hands because it's in VR and one of the funniest things is like when a gangster's right up in your face going, hey, what you gonna do? That was my London accent. <laughs> but you can just, with your hand, you can just like pretend to pick his nose. So I'm like picking his nose with my floaty hand as he's like shouting at me and stuff. And I was just all in an absolute brilliant treat for the eyeballs. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, oh, 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 what Shante game was it, by the way? Half Genie Hero on the Switch. I took it to France. Okay. That was my, my holiday game. Mm. So, uh, all right. I, I, I really like Half Genie Hero. That's very yeah, good. Good choice. It looks good. Are you good to go, Mike? Uh, you go. You go. It's all right. Cool. Uh, for 2D, it, between uh, links, a link between worlds and Dead Cells, and Dead Cells tops it for me. Um, there is so much detail and colour and beautiful animation in that game and then you notice the backgrounds and the foregrounds and um, the way it does lighting, yeah, the, the, they've really nailed it, the, the team behind Dead Cells and a great game to play as well if you haven't already. And uh, for the 3D side of it, even though I have um, an Xbox One S, I think Gears 5 looks absolutely amazing. Uh and I'm going to pit that against Jedi Fallen Order with Gears 5 winning. Um, honestly, I don't know how they managed to get a game to look that good. In that's saying a lot in 2019 when it kind of feels like the consoles have reached their peak of what they can do graphically. But just everything about that game with the lighting and yeah, the, the different environments that they display um and they do a good job of jumping between different different environments as well i mean the first level is quite dingy the second level's uh an arctic sort of one and the third one's you know a desert so th- there's a good bit of variety there mm-hmm. um okay so 2d side uh i think it's a bit of a toss-up really kind of i i oh. like um I like the 2D art of, of like Blasphemous. It's uh, pretty cool. It's got quite fluid animations and stuff going on there. Um, I also play, I played quite a few, to be honest, but none of them sort of tickled my visual fancy. Like I, I like Celeste, but it didn't sort of <clears throat> stick out enough for me. I don't know what was happening there. Um, I like Dead Cells. I thought that looked ace as well. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I'm still sort of struggling on this one, to be honest. Um probably say uh shit 
<laughs> you know, you know what I did actually like. I haven't played the, that the, one. The the demo for the the newer Wonder Boy game. Um, it's like I can't remember the title of it to be honest. But there's a there's like a ten minute demo up there on the Switch. Yeah, the second one. Yeah, it's, game. it's by a different team, as far as I'm aware, but it's it looks absolutely amazing. And I just played like the first level, beat the boss, and I thought I need to pick this up at some point. Um, I'd probably say, you, you know what, I'm going to give a nod to Blasphemous in this case, but at the, at the same point on the 3D side, this this is quite simple because I wrote the answer down in advance. <laughs> that was. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> Runner-up will be Fire Emblem, The Free Houses. I know the battle scenes don't look as great, but I think all the stuff in between, for me, that that's perfect. You know, it probably outdoes Persona. It's anime-ness. Um, but uh, Control. Control is my top choice, to be honest. I think it's to be discussed in a future podcast. That's 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 true. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a surprise for me. <laughs> Okay, all right. Um, your best soundtrack slash voice acting this year. I don't know if you guys would have four examples. Mm. No, like you know, best soundtracks no, and then no. best voice acting. Um, myself, I have one for voice acting and one for sound. Uh, the voice acting one, oddly enough, goes to Vermintide Two. Those guys have been playing those characters for a very long time. And they make Al Pacino look like a good dramatic actor. They ham it up so much that it's just so much fun to hear them spout their ridiculous lines. I really enjoy the voice acting there. Um, and as for sound, uh, it's got to be Battlefield Five. Mm-hmm. Like, playing that sucker with surround sound headphones is really good. Like, I was very impressed. I mean, like, one was really good with the mechanical nature of all the weapons. You hear the chunk, 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 chunk as it's firing. But five, it, it feels it sounds really good. So yeah, I was impressed a lot by Battlefield Five. and a half it's just it's fab to play in, v- in VR it's amazing come follow me I'll show you the side of yourself the person that you've always been but never do
voice acting stroke writing is Outer Worlds again, I'm so sorry. Because it's, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, it just some of the, the delivery of some of the lines, it's just chucklingly funny. The writing in particular, I think the writing is more than the the actual vo- technical voice acting itself. It's bloody brilliant. I just had an absolute barrel of laughs playing it. And I think it's a theme for me is having a good, fun, happy time playing a game, and that delivered. Okay. <laughs> well, well, I I put not enough thought into this. I just went for judgment off the off the top of it. I thought the voice acting was okay, um, but I just couldn't really think of anything great from this year, which is why I'm going to have to default to just the main menu music from Borderlands 3. I think it is absolutely amazing. <laughs> Basically, ja- Jasper Kidd has been. I uh, see. I would have thought RDR two. I did want to go for that, but I thought I've already put Dutch there at the start, and I can't just be hamming oh, up okay. the whole, whole Red Dead Redemption two angle. That was an option, definitely. But but I think uh, you know Jasper Kidd. He's been he's been there for me for a long time. He's been making you know, like he did the music for the Hitman games. I think years ago when I was playing like. Uh, it's not Blood Money, is it? What's the second one called? It's called Hitman... Contracts? Uh, I don't think it was. It's the one which starts off where it's playing like Ave Maria and he goes with the church and stuff. Oh, with the nuns! It's basically like one of the... I don't know if it was called Hitman 2 or if it was called something else. I can't remember, but it was... Uh... Yeah, I thought it was Hitman 2 colon something. I want to say Blood Money, but I think that's actually like Hitman 4 or something like that. Uh, No, it is Blood Money. Um, Ave Maria's Blood uh, Money. Hitman 2, you... Yeah, okay. Okay. But yeah, you know, the the thing is, he's been been making music for years, and I think he's he's got to get his his due, to be honest. And and that, that intro music for Borderlands 3 just hit me by surprise. I was like, whoa, this is... It, it feels like a song that you must have heard before. You know, some sort of like epic song that they put in a documentary or something like that. But you just go, "Ooh, that's quite nice." So, if you could sprinkle that somewhere in this podcast, that would be amazing. You know what? Well, I'll see how much editing time I've got. I'll, I'm going to try and do it my best. But you know what will be a nice surprise, and I hope it's not too much of a spoiler for Borderlands 3, is some of the boss battles Ooh. have the same quality of unique music and stuff. So I was like, sitting playing it earlier, and I was shooting away, and all of a sudden, this kind of like sexy jazz music comes <laughs> in, and it pumps up to And I was sitting playing this, going, this is just... This is just an incredible moment in this game. Oh, really, the, the really, really, up, like it's the best of the bunch in Borderlands terms. Dave, you would hate it still. But <laughs> I was gonna say you spoiled it for me now, and I'm totally not gonna I, play it. I did get a little taste of that from from a few few games I played tonight, but I was sort of thinking, I don't know if this is a one-off just yet. But now that you've sort of like clarified that, I'm thinking that I'm in safe hands. Yeah. 
for me, it's a mix between Dead Cells and Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, Jedi Fallen Order taking the the victorious spot. Um, it's been a tough time being a Star Wars fan. It, it's just been pretty toxic. Everything seems to be everyone arguing. So having a game come out that um, I had very low expectations of and it just completely blowing me away has been amazing and I think they've completely nailed both the, the soundtrack, the sound design in general and the voice acting uh, in that game. Um, it's a very, very, very good single player experience. As a lifelong Star Wars fan, it, it, it does strike me a bit odd that uh, it's taken them this long to do a good single-player game. What Dark Forces? I mean, it's been... Yeah, I mean, if you were to do Red Dead Redemption, um, EA Redemption is definitely up there at the moment. <laughs> they're, uh, they're, like, they're trying their hardest. After two, let us say, troublesome Battlefront games, <laughs> yeah. it's about time they got their act together with that license. Because you think that's just... Well, it's a license to print money. It's Star Wars. Yeah, I mean, I would have thought you can't screw it up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the whole there. I'm sure there's going to be loads of studies and books into how royally Disney have fucked up Star Wars. But um, in terms of what EA have allowed the the Titanfall team, I think is is it respawn. Um, yeah. What what they've allowed those guys to do is nothing short of amazing and it, it's not a perfect game but for someone who enjoys star wars yeah it 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 was a pleasure to play it's just to throw my two pence into the bucket as well i don't know if that's a phrase but i'm using it <laughs> uh, you've twice mentioned dead cells now and i started playing it the other night on your recommendation and i wholeheartedly agree on both the look and the music it is visually really really impressive the only thing I'm actually having trouble with is the gameplay because it seemed to be shit. <laughs> um, so, just to touch on that, Craig, how are you playing it? Um, well, what I've so far figured out is there's a door that I get to and it keeps saying you needed to get here two minutes odd quicker. So I'm beelining They're it optional. for that door just to see what's behind oh, okay. it. Yeah, uh, so... That, but I've the, only had the, two sessions. The great thing about that game is there's different ways to play. So if you if you find like you're more defensive based, go for a mm. shield. If you find you, you you like to be up close, go for a weapon. Alternatively, go for a bow. I went yeah. for the bow and found the game a lot easier until I figured out how to play it. But try okay. all three until you properly go for it. And if you want to do the speed run, just keep on dashing through everything because the dash is like really forgiving. Um, yeah, I, I think my honestly problem is stick been... with it. 
it's I've so been good. mixing and matching, so I've been going with shield, but not really playing that defensively. I've been rushing it. Shield, rush, shield, rush, shield. So maybe, yeah. maybe I need to just proper rush. The shield rushing. is all about parrying, uh, which yeah. you need good timing for. But honestly, when you get a bow, it, it kind of becomes easy mode. Okay. I will go again. Woo! Or you, you could just play Gungeon. I've been playing Gungeon as well, based on your recommendation. Do you know how many games I've gotten to go just now? I'm coming out my ears. Gungeon. Yeah, I didn't click too hard with uh, Dead Cells, but I, but that may just be because I really like Gungeon. Yeah, Gungeon is also very good. To me, it appeals more to me just in the, the, the feel of it, because it's guns and your enemies are all shaped like bullets. Bullets. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's such brilliant. a clever design, isn't it? Yeah. It really is. All right, moving on. And this is a tough... Um, category for me to crack down not because of like what i can put in it but like what counts as indie that's anymore pretty much all the stuff we've just <laughs> yeah, yeah, done <laughs> that really yeah, is yeah, it's, I, it's all of those <laughs> but um because because now it's like i used to count things that didn't hit mm. disc as indie like that's a good indicator but now indie games are getting disc releases and it's like well if you're getting a distributor are you still an indie game i don't mm. know but um i have uh blasphemous down as my indie game of the year that mm. game was Deliciously brutal. Oh, it was great. Mm. I have Celeste because of the platforming challenge that I've been missing since Meat Boy has been played to death. <laughs> uh, Celeste has it in bucket loads and it's just ace. It's quick. You die, you go again, you go again, you go again. It's it's just it's brilliant. Oh. I'm gonna go with Slay the Spire. Um mm. I haven't played a lot of card based games, uh, I got this free on Game Pass, I probably wouldn't have purchased it, but now that I have played it as much as I have I would quite happily buy it four times Mike. Um, <laughs> but yeah, what what a game, honestly, it's one of those like, oh I can just have one more round and I started off absolutely hating it, but something about it kept me coming back to the point where I was playing it till 3, 4 in the morning on work nights and it's just not a good idea. But there's no. some, something really addictive about that game and it has something for everyone um, really advise you check it out what if you're blind <laughs> well the, I mean the soundtrack's good <laughs> <laughs> good good one, good one. <laughs> I've, I've done a doo doo here and I think my last indie of the year was Undertale um, if I remember right so, so I'm going to have to scratch my answer <laughs> off there and say uh, I'm going to go with Celeste as well yeah it was a, a strong, strong game. Strong game. Not visually as appealing, not as inventive as I was hoping for it to be, but I did make it to the top, and uh, yeah, satisfying, satisfying stuff. Yeah. I think there's an honourable mention here because we've all just mentioned one, and I wanted to mention that Sayonara Wild Hearts that we've been asked to play. I'm now about halfway yeah. through it, and it looks and sounds and plays fantastically. It's like an interactive music. Don't say too much. Don't say too much. That I'll leave it as that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> the next one is one that was very simple for me. Uh, most difficult game you've played this year. Uh, Sekiro is a monster mm. of a game. Um, it doesn't do that thing where, you know, if you fail, it makes fun of you for failing. But you know, you know they're watching your and going, huh, huh, stupid guy, I can't finish this boss. Um, 
it is very hard and we all know the discussion that sprung up about it and that's that, that was a big deal for me but uh, this was a, one of the first games in a very long time that I struggled to finish so it, it made a big old impact on me this year so you finished it because is the game hard oh, oh yeah I finished it uh, am I getting too slow in my old age? Is it the game that's too hard? I don't know. Does it look physically possible oh, to sort of like go through it and keep everyone sane, or whatever the sort of like long-term effect is of? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep everybody uh, from getting sick. Uh, yeah, okay. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. My most difficult game, which I should have had. I'm doing it again, I know, but I should have had it as one of my Game of the Years from not this year, but we only had two choices, so now I'm saying it now, is Shadow Tactics. Um, I played through that with a, a self-imposed no deaths and no being spotted <laughs> for every friend. level. <laughs> so I, I spent maybe three, four hours on each level of it, dying and practicing and dying and practicing, and then I'd have my, my proper run-through of it. And Man Alive, it's flipping fantastic. It's got a fantastic stealth system. It's got a great wee combat system. The enemies are sharp. They're on point. They flank you. They know what you know. Like they're proper, proper attack you when they can see you. And all in, it's just so satisfying. That plus the setting of you know feudal Japan is just ace. All in. Oh, that samurai game. guy. Yeah, the real bro. Oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's weird because I was He's playing that game. He's my go-to for everything. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird because I was playing that game and I, I, I thought to myself, like, there's a bit, I got to a level where you could, like, jump in the back of, a, like, a horse and cart and it uh -huh. would, like, escort you around. Basically, I just killed everybody and walked through the front door, but I, could see, I was, like, thinking, Craig's probably going around here, jumped up this building, <laughs> opened the gate, ran around, whilst, you know, me, it was just like, you're dead, you're dead, you're yeah. dead, you're dead, you're dead. <laughs> I Dave I, stealth is best stealth. Yeah, I <laughs> killed that guy on that level. I killed that guy and killed the next guy and got back in the cart without anyone else touching me. It's just like absolute. Uh, well, oh, I didn't so realize good. if you kill all the guys, then as soon as you set the alarm off, all the guys respawn as extra <laughs> guards. But they they now have like a buddy, so they have two of them. So getting out was a bit hard. Getting in was easy enough, but yeah. <laughs> Uh, for me, it's Shovel Knight. I am awful at platform games, and there's a bit in that game that I've tried multiple times and I just cannot get past. And it's a shame. I really like the game, but it's just not. I yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna end up smashing my Switch if I continue with it. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's me done. Did you play Ducktales a lot when you're younger or anything? Uh, no, I don't think I played Dark Tales until we played it for the podcast. Okay, that, that, that probably would have helped with sort of like the, you know, the, the slightly odd mechanics of doing stuff, I guess. I don't know. But I didn't. It is the pogo stick side of things. Yeah. Um, like you know, some of those levels where you've got to like basically pogo stick through a whole screen of mm. moving platforms, just I can't do. Oh man, uh, fair enough, fair enough. I mean, why, I, I would join Dave along with. As Sakura mentioned, but truth is, I'm not playing that for a while yet. <laughs> and I, I, I decided to make a game difficult for myself by um, trying to collect the strawberries in Celeste, which is a lovely oh. endeavour if you can do it first uh -huh. time and not frustratingly die about six billion times. Um, 
<laughs> yeah, it's it's a very tricky thing. It's it's like you can get very easy looking platforms to jump, and then sort of like something will be a little bit off. Like it'll guess that you're going to try and muscle memory jump to somewhere, and then you no, know, it, it brings back sort of like Super Meat Boy in a way. I don't think it's as tough yep. as like the later stages of Super Meat Boy, but it does get pretty close to that, and that was quite infuriating to be honest. Um, luckily, no no yep. homing missiles or anything, but uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, definitely it's not quite in the dark world side of Meat Boy it's somewhere floating in the middle and there, there is that no homing missiles is just a blissful <laughs> but see so, some of those jumps you get you grab a strawberry and, and you get back to the platform you're like how the shit did my fingers just do that <laughs> and then you hope that you stay still <laughs> and not so- fall off something so that the strawberry actually gets absorbed <laughs> into you and you don't have to do it all again yes. ridiculous yeah uh, all right. Uh, the next one is pretty simple. Your favorite game-related media this year? Oh, um, I've got a good one. Okay. Uh, myself. Uh, oh, also, nobody be a dildo and say bit effect. Or I'm going to slap you. Oh, right. Um, okay, I'll need to think now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so for me, I watch a lot of YouTube. Like that's how I wind down at night. Is I just watch YouTube, and I stumbled across a channel that does not have a lot of viewers. And <laughs> the bit it's called... is it is it the Mike eighty three channel on YouTube? <laughs> no, but, but but you factor into this. So this guy is, is a British gentleman, and uh, his channel is Insert Disc, and it's just a guy talking about whatever games he wants to talk just about. Talking about but he does discs so and ejecting discs. <laughs> <laughs> he does so in such a, a a dorky gormless way that he kind of reminds me of Mike. Oh, fuck. Like, no, no, I meant, like, like with the heart, you talk about some of the weirdest things that I've heard. Like, you know, all the font in this game, boy, that's a weird font. It's like, why are you talking about the font? But he does that kind of stuff, and it's just kind of endearing. So if you get a chance, check out a guy called Insert Disc. He's, I don't want to call him a lovable loser, but that's kind of the vibe I get. Oh, my God. <laughs> do, do I get to hand in my podcast credentials here? Or, no, or no, no, no. I, I'm saying what that is guy is a lovable loser, not you. You're a games master. So insert disc. This is. is yeah, that all, yeah, yeah. Check it out. Word? Okay. Uh, yeah, it's two words. Yeah. Right, right. Ace, ace. Um, I I misread the question, unfortunately, and I threw a load of <laughs> Valkyria a Chronicles here, media in there. I, I put. <laughs> I put my Valkyrie Chronicles 2 artworks book in there. I put my, <laughs> my Valkyrie Chronicles well, 4 tank in there. And then I finally settled on um, one One lovely chappy sent me a copy of Skies of Arcadia, as I'm going to mention now and for every single podcast going forward. <laughs> and I, I love him dearly. But he also included a little thing to add to my little collection of a, a Mega Man air freshener and a, a, a Street Fighter Ryu bandana. Um, but now I have a Dr. Wiley badge to add to the collection. And that is, well, it's only Cheers. a sticker. It's a sticker, but it's, it's ace. It goes in my, uh, well, I've got stupid fucking t-shirts, which make you look obvious that you've played like Nero Automata or something like that. But I don't wear them in public. I'm quite happy with little tiny, little tiny things. Little which I can hide. Do, you, do you wear the Catherine pants in public? <laughs> well, yeah. I carry my sees. body pillow with me. I do wear, I do wear, clothing over the top on occasion so yeah okay, yeah, yeah. okay. apologies um, well i too misread the question uh, so i wrote <laughs> blu-ray 
Wrong. The answer is HD DVD. Oh. <laughs> um, no, I put GameSack because someone mentioned watching GameSack at some point among a list of lots of YouTube things, and it's the one that I've taken to. Not like Joe streams and beats. Uh, you know, like oh yeah, yeah. None of those ones. It's more like modern hardware for old consoles. Or the list oh, of those are ten, brilliant, aren't they? Yeah, the list of ten games that should be remastered, or that yeah. I just sit like every single night and I will watch a couple of videos, and they're just the two guys are really, really, really good and really watchable, and kind of funny and not over the top like some YouTubers are. Dad so, funny, yeah, yeah, dad funny. It really is. And uh, for me, it's a it's a Twitch streamer that also uploads to YouTube called Squilla Killer, and all he ever does is play. Um, like through the whole a whole souls or bloodborne or sicaro game um with a different way of doing it so for example he'll only use one weapon or he, he'll make a rule and that he'll have to stick to that rule until he completes it and then sometimes he'll do it like no hits so for example it'll be um if he finds an item he has to use it until he finds the next item and i just find it completely fascinating and it's just something to put on the background because some of the playthroughs can be like eight hours long and I don't know why it's just not there, and yeah, it's I'm becoming indoctrinated by by his. <laughs> what? So how does this work? Do you watch it? Do you like sit down and watch like two hours, and then watch two hours another day? Yeah, or basically. Or do, you, um, do you binge? For I, I had a, a spell of not being able to sleep. I was only getting like three or four hours sleep for a couple of months over the summer, and I would just put that on in the background until I fell asleep. It's yeah, weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah watching stuff like that or like him or uh, i watch lobos jr and it's like well yeah i'll never be this good but it's it's glad to know somebody can be that good good for you buddy all right uh our next gut check question is what game did you play this year that you wish you could either 100 percent or platinum or get a thousand gamer score whichever a game you wish you would have had the time or the inclination to hundred percent it. Um, on on me, uh, Beat Saber was updated because I completed it an expert, and they added Expert Plus. And I think you actually need to be some sort of Jedi or Samurai or Ninja <laughs> or something just to complete it. And I I've done it to the point where I'm doing the same song for an hour, an hour and a half. I'm sweat dripping off me, and it is just so flipping quick I wish I was I wish I was good enough I've completed like three songs on Expert Plus I, I just I wish I was better I don't know how to get better Ninja Academy Ninja Academy I think do you know what I think to be honest it might be that it's easier on PC with you know um, one of the better like the Vive or something or the Oculus Rift because the PlayStation's a bit slower and a bit less of frame rate, and the controllers aren't the move controllers aren't as responsive as some of the other, you know, like IR control. Yeah. You know, so I think it might be all of that. But I, I just I'm determined. I put it on every so often, and I'm like, right, this is it. And like three hours later, I've taken my trousers off and my t-shirt off, and I'm <laughs> hoping that no one walks in on me and my pants swinging my arms wildly. It's just. Have you uh? What helped me get through a couple of the songs, I, I can't do expert, I just can't, um, is uh, holding it upside down, like with the, the move ball on the bottom, and then when oh. you come down, it's a lot quicker. 
and you can get up down really fast that way. Ooh. Proper ninja. Wow. Are you not scared about cutting your legs with the lightsabers? No, I'm scared of taking my shirt and pants off because I'm a big man and that would be terrifying <laughs> for everybody involved. <laughs> The moment I accidentally see myself through the PlayStation camera, game's over. It's done. <laughs> I am up to, like, double figures of punching my children in the face while playing it. <laughs> so, <laughs> I just walk in, and I've got headphones on, and all I feel is, like, solid contact with the back of Lottie's head. <laughs> She's trying oh, to get geez. my attention. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, like, the, from the videos I've seen, you look quite I, good well, at Yeah, you are quite good. To be fair, I'm good to a point. It's getting that it's getting that final wee expert or expert plus. It's the I've had a plateau almost. It's a lot more practice for not much gain. Uh, myself, it's gonna be Sekiro. I would love to be able to keep up my streak of platinuming the Soul Spawns, but oh boy, I would have to spend so much time on that game and I just can't do it. I, I don't think my fingers can move as precisely as they need to in that. <laughs> So yeah, like I wish I could hundred percent Sekiro. I'm gonna go with Slay the Spire because I, I feel like even though I've probably put fifty hours into that game, I've only scratched the surface, um, and I, I've mm. I've uninstalled it on purpose just because if I don't, nothing else will happen. <laughs> the, the world <laughs> will stand still. <laughs> oh man, I'm I'm gonna be selfish with mine. Just say I'd. I'd like to 100% uh, Dragon Quest Eleven just to get it off off my backlog because I think that's going to be a beast. And I know two of us already have completed it here. And uh, no, uh, Dave, Dave had complete? to put it down uh-huh. because he kept speaking in the third person. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I I had to put it down for podcast games. <laughs> so I, I'm like 40 hours, yeah. 20 to 40 hours in somewhere in there. Yeah feels like each time you get a, a huge game off the backlog, there's another one ready to replace I it know, all the time. I know, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. Mm, it's, it's nice. <laughs> hey, hey, we both remember yeah. the N64 years, man, where you had one big game and that was yeah. it for like four months. I will much rather have this yeah. than that. I mean, playing, playing Star Fox 64 about 80 oh. times just to uh, get, some, get the playing value Jet out Force of it. Gemini once. Was enough oh, for me. Okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, next, we have uh, since we all play a lot of RPGs around here, uh, your best RPG you finished this year. Mm, 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 mm. Right, I'll jump in straight away then. Um, I think Persona Five was a great game. I thought Xenoblade Chronicles Two was better. I finished both this year, and Xenoblade Chronicles Two is the undisputed champ. But. I'm not counting Valkyria Chronicles 4 as an RPG. Um, I don't know why. Well, it's more strategy. <laughs> I guess, to me, it's more strategy. Yeah. Um, Xenoblade so. 2 so. didn't have Morgana, though, did it? Oh, my God. What did you, you do, uh, I'm just saying, I mean, there should be a clear winner in that case, and that is the one with Morgana. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, true. I mean, can true. you have inappropriate then, relationships with your teacher in in Xenoblade Two? <laughs> no, not yet. Not that, I, <laughs> not that I saw. I, to be honest, there's there's loads in both games. There's loads in the fact that they're even releasing a, a Persona Five 
bonus version, like this Persona 5 Royale, is, is, is ridiculous. I, I don't get it. It's already yeah. enough content. Yeah, I, I don't see um, people wanting to replay it. I mean, they may just be different people than me, but once, once is enough for me. Um, I'm one of the people that will mm. be replaying it. Just, just throw that out there. <laughs> You're a madman. Yeah, madman, Craig. That, that game, that game is, that game's a good game. That, that'd be a good game. Ah, uh, so what then? What's yours? This is one of the ones where I, I actually struggled to think of one. Really? Yeah. Wouldn't that outer world be it? But yeah, but uh, I don't want to use the outer. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. You're You're so, I know. It's it's basically the outer worlds. I'm giving the game away as to how I feel about that game a wee bit, and I was trying to I was trying to rack my brain thinking I can't just be like a one hit wonder saying this again and again. But man, that game, the way <laughs> the way you interact with the world and level up and the morality behind it and some of the decisions that you have to make and some just some of the things that you have to do to shape that story really appealed to me and it's just <laughs> I can just, hear your erection from here it, it actually knocked my <laughs> microphone over <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> um, Divinity Original Sin 2 for the reasons I said previously moving swiftly on <laughs> uh, myself I had an interesting choice because uh, at the half year I said Mutant Year Zero and that's really held for me but um, I think I'm going to choose that. My runner-up was Kingdom Hearts 3. Like, I, I blasted through the whole series this year. And uh, it wasn't worth it, necessarily, to play all the uh, older ones. But Kingdom Hearts 3, the entire game, I had a stupid smile on my face. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to stick with Mutant, though. I'm sorry I did that mm. in a weird order. I'm working it out in my brain. But uh, the Mutant, I think, is, is a fantastic game. I now have that. It's on Game Pass and it's sitting staring at me along with every single other flipping game I've got to play. I <laughs> cannot I cannot wait to play it. Just based on you. Well I, I would say you'd probably like it. Hmm. I, I hope. I don't know. <laughs> well I got it for free now, or for a pound or whatever it was. Alright, uh, the next one is the best exclusive. Uh, it doesn't have to be for like a specific console, whether it's PC, Sony, Microsoft, Nintendo, the the Ouya. Um, oh, wow. I, maybe maybe that's still going? I wow. don't know. But uh, yeah, what's your best exclusive this year? Um, mine is, again, Blood and Truth PSVR. It's, I, we spoke about it at length, actually, in, in a retro rewind when we stopped talking about the retro rewind game within three minutes um but it's very much i'll echo my thoughts there it's very much the future of shooters it's like what I, everything i wanted when i wanted to play time crisis again and i was going around to ian's house and we're sitting playing time crisis and point blank and everything it's in blood and truth when you sit down and play it you're just like this is actually the flipping future i want more of this and i want it now it's it's ace it's the story's brilliant, the cover mechanics are great, the movement's great, it's set points that you cover behind, picking up weapons is easy, reloads, everything feels natural, and the actual shooting, the physical aiming and stuff just feels great. You know, you hold a shotgun with two move controllers and you chick-chick, I don't know what the technical term is for, you know, like, you know when you get a shotgun you and you rack go, it. Yes, you go chick-chick and then you shoot about yeah. the place. <laughs> 
it just feels great. I've played it in like two nights and it's six or seven hours of VR time. That's a lot of time to have that headset on <laughs> and sit, you know, with your arms up playing a game. But it's just... Did you abuse any of your children because of this game? No, not I couldn't have them anywhere near the room because it's very gritty London gangster. It starts off army, you know, in Iraq, but it ends up London gangster and it's all, ah, big bollocks. And stuff like that. Well, I mean, that, that's what that's what the world's like over <laughs> there, right? I mean, they're going to have to get used to it at some point. I mean, yeah, Mike went into London the other day, and it's basically that's what it was. Mm. Uh, Just a bunch of Vinnie Jones running <laughs> yeah. around the place. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. Although it was the Winter Wonderland, so it was a bit, a bit different. Slightly different clientele. Um, best exclusive. Best exclusive. It, for me, it... This is the point where it feels like after the number of questions, I'm starting to go a bit crazy and I'm thinking, do I use a new answer or do I stick with an old answer? But I think I'm going to go with um, Astral Chain. Oh, wow. Just because it's a new Platinum. It's a, it's the latest Platinum game. It's, you know, it's on the Switch. It's, it was Ace and, you know, it justified me having another system on hand. Um, there is another one which is sort of, slightly it's in the process of possibly overtaking it but we'll have to find out on the podcast when it comes up whether that is the case but astral chain itself you know, it's, it's great it's great it's it's a little bit of a, a bit of a mixed bag in terms of what's happening in it you know like one second you saving cats the next second you sort of like um you know trying to find a kid who stole a milkshake or some sort of you're doing all sorts of weird things you can pick up cans and put them in the bin to get bonus points it's all sorts of random stuff but it's pretty it's pretty cool it's pretty cool the actual core center bit is quite similar to sort of control um yeah i think it's got a nice little nice little game in there uh if you if you can look past some sort of slightly rough edges it's got a bit of a bit of a beast and definitely a great exclusive it would look nicer of course on a PS4 Pro or Xbox One X, I'm pretty sure, but you know that's a small point bone of contention. Yeah, it's it's definitely on my list to buy. I just haven't got around to it yet. Um, mm. myself, a, a bit of a surprise, but uh, Medieval is of course on that list. But the one I want to talk about is Halo Wars Two. Whoa! I finally <laughs> got around to playing Halo Wars Two, and um, I love me a strategy game like that is the one pang of pain that I feel not having a gaming PC anymore is there's not very many real-time strategy games. And Halo Wars 2, the story was dumb, but the game was a lot of fun. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Like, it was to the point where I was a little bit disappointed that when it was done, so I went and played Halo Wars 1. And then I was disappointed that I had no more to play, so I bought, you know, Command & Conquer on the 360 and went... But uh, Halo Wars 2 was, was <laughs> actually really good. I hope that series continues. Huh? I totally forgot yeah. it tonight. No, that... As did most of the world. I, th- I think it got <laughs> plastered with sort of like 6 out of 10s all over the board. And I mean, I had a quick look at it and I thought... Looks all right. Looks all right. But I, I never fully gelled with sort of Halo, yeah. Halo Wars 1. Yeah, if you're coming from PC games, it is incredibly dumbed down. But if you don't have any other yeah. option, it fulfills its role pretty admirably. Hmm. Well, oddly enough, there's also a, a Gears yeah, sort of yeah, tactics the game in the works now as well, I believe. 
I'm not not. I don't know what the pendulum. It turns out, well, I stopped but, liking strategy games. But, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah I'll, I'll, I'll skip on. Um, Uncharted Four for me. I don't know why I had it in my head that I disliked Uncharted series. As uh, yeah, but honestly, it's just a great series of game, and I think they did a really good job of closing the chapter on Nate. Perhaps, perhaps we'll see him again, but. If we don't, I'm cool with that. Um, oh yeah, they nice ending. Yeah, the, I, th- I think the whole game they just mm. just just complete naughty dog, isn't it? They, they, the games they release are on a different level, and um, yeah, I had a great time from start to finish. All right. No. Uh, this one is a little bit different than the uh, best developer, but this is the developer you want to have a pint with. Whether you want to have a pint and sit down and go, "All right, buddy." What, what were you thinking? Or maybe you want to have a pint and just give them a cheers, or maybe you want to buy a pint and throw it in their face. I don't know. But uh, whichever one you would want to have a pint with. Um, myself, it's Frogwares. And everybody's excused for going, who? Um, who? They are who? the guys behind the Sinking City. And... Oh, yeah, that. I, what? I really want to know what they were thinking on some choices there. But... Um, I really enjoyed that game, and I don't think it got near enough uh, credit for what it did great. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. Want to buy uh, Frogwares? Point. I'm really looking forward to playing it, especially because The Devil's Daughter mm. was so flipping good. Like, so good. I'm incredibly excited to put that in me. Uh, what? Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, Phil Spencer from Xbox. Um... I really, really like that guy. I think, I think he's. You're, gonna... you're totally buying an Xbox, aren't you? You're not going to buy a PlayStation next oh. year. <laughs> what? Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just, I just like the. I think I've said in previous episodes, like I, I, I really like the, the designers and the people up front. That you know, I watch E3 to see what these guys are going to say, like Mark Cerny, mm-hmm. Phil Spencer, and the next gen I think he's going to turn things on his head I think he's going to change things around so yeah I'd love to sit down with him and not throw a pint in his face but to share well uh, as long as you as long <laughs> as you admit that he will eat your soul for $15 uh, I'm, I'm okay with that answer <laughs> <laughs> and, and while you're there Luke can you ask him what t-shirt and jacket he's going to be wearing <laughs> the next I will try and get him to wear an insert disc one <laughs> good, good job good job um, for, for me, um, I went for a really random one. I went for the you know the creator of 999 and Zero Escape series and stuff because he's, he's got AI Somnium files out this year, uh, which I've picked up but I haven't played just yet. But but I, I it, as usual, I changed my mind at the last second and I just thought, oh Nagoshi, I want to find out where Tanner's <laughs> Talk about Yakuza Seven and you know see if he can hook me up. <laughs> I don't don't know exactly what with Daytona cabinet or something like that. Um, but yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd love to just sit down and say, hey, what's happening? What, what are you thinking of Yakuza Eight? Now, now see, he's one what, of the one of the few guys. expecting from seven? That I might be a little too scared of to have a pint with. That dude looks like at any oh. moment he's gonna snap. Kind of like Itagaki <laughs> used to. It's like I don't know what's going on behind those sunglasses, but it ain't good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think there's still probably a 
I don't know if there's libelous or anything, but there's probably a bad, <laughs> a bad history hidden somewhere in there. For, I don't know what caused the entire change, but I'm going to find out over a beer. <laughs> um, mine, mine's is an oddly specific, unsurprising. Uh, Obsidian's Leonard Boyarsky, who was the writer and director on The Outer Worlds. And as a side, you know, like if it was a threesome, Tom Kane, the other director... Because I want to sit down with a pint and ask them how they made me enjoy feeling like I was always making the wrong decision. Because that's, <laughs> that's like an art where there's no obvious right decision. You're constantly thinking you're making the wrong decision. And things sometimes work out and sometimes they don't. But it's, it's, a, it's a genius thing. And it's, it would, I would love to just have a chat. So since we know all of these developers we've mentioned listen to this show, uh, do get in touch with us to pick up your respective pint mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or, or in my case invite me over to Japan first and make a nice no he's going to show up at your door at 3 in the morning <laughs> oh fuck not an ox I mean wherever I am <laughs> <laughs> alright uh, the next one is a really nebulous one but uh, for me this year I had two like weird personal revelations I guess would be the best word for them right like um, this year due to the mm. Sekiro Talk, all that talk involving Sekiro and all those really meat-headed people um, made me think a lot about how I feel about difficulty in games. Can a game be too hard? Is putting an easy mode in not what the developer intended and all that nonsense? So for me, th- this year, I spent a lot mm-hmm. of time thinking about difficulty. And the one I don't want to talk about, because we talked about it a little bit on the Retro Rewind one, is um, how I started looking at... Uh, retro video games as I have yet to come across something I would put down as a timeless classic. And uh, both of those weighed really heavy on my my brain in the gaming sphere this year. And I didn't know if you guys had anything like that where, you know, you came to some sort of revelation about how, you know, you exist with games. For me personally, there, hmm. there's, there's two. Playing... The, the, the first one is that I am getting to the age where it's no longer possible to play everything that comes out and stressing around it is just completely pointless. So t- take your time and pick the games you want. Which leads on to my next point of um, why has our, our Game Pass in general, Game Pass is like Netflix for... It, it feels like the Netflix sort of thing, you know, where like everything was suddenly available to stream and piracy almost stopped for a while because you could go onto this thing. The idea of paying a subscription and having a library of games to play almost instantaneously is amazing. But it also brings back other things that I think this generation's missed in the sense of, um, I can't remember who made this point. It was a podcast I listened to, but in the PlayStation 3 and the Xbox 360 uh, generation, when a new game came out that was maybe only digital, like say, for example, Trials, everybody was playing it at once and it was like a hype and you know all of your friends had it well it feels like this generation with playstation plus and games with gold where um there's so much options available to play that you you don't seem to play with your friends as much because everybody's playing something different and nobody's buying all the same games at once but if you have games that come out on the subscription model like gears 5 for example mike and i are both playing this at the moment because it's free and you know i think it's going to get people back to actually social gaming and i find that really interesting 
Um, I think I think the big ones that we had this year, none of us participated in. Like none of us got really heavy into Fortnite. Like that was the one this year that you can point to and go, oh yeah, everybody was playing it, except us old people. Yeah, Fortnite's a, Fortnite's a weird one. I don't actually think Fortnite's that great of a game. Um, but it's, no, I don't either. It's more but, of a social yeah. experience. Yeah, I think I think a lot of oh man, it hates to say younger younger people. But that's what I mean. I think a lot of younger people use that the way we used to use MMOs. Or, or in our day, it would have been Modern Warfare Two. You know, everybody played that one. Counter Strike. From, from yeah, yeah. What about Counter Strike One Point Six? Counter Strike sucks. Okay, <laughs> let's just get that out of the way. Rainbow Six was always better. I'm with you, mate. There. I'm with you. It's oh, out of the God. way. But yeah, so. Well, that- God. I, I did jump in on board with the whole sort of uh, uh, player unknowns battlegrounds for a little while. Um, that was probably last year or the year before. I can't even remember. That was a while ago. And that was like slightly a precursor to uh, Fortnite. That was that was a game. <laughs> it was pretty good. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I, don't, I don't think it's as bad as it sounds. You know, to be honest, it's 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 epic, isn't it? Epic have been giving away free games all the time as well, and all sorts of stuff like that. So I, you know, I've got no bad blood with them, to be honest. Um, but they, I think they've like sort of shit canned things like Unreal Tournament and stuff now, by the sounds of it. And yeah, I think they're going to be they're going to be milking what, this what exactly cow until it's dry, and then they'll move back. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Um, but anyway, sorry, that's all beside the point. Yeah, I've I've had two revelations. Mm. One revelation only in the past few minutes. And then a bigger revelation. So the mini one is, I wonder what's wrong with me and that everyone seems to be playing Gears 5 and I haven't been invited. Um, that's just a wee <laughs> one. Um, there must be something wrong with me that I need oh. to address. Uh, the, the bigger... Oh, I, I was going to I was gonna ask you, but no, then no, I thought no, you're no, probably no. playing Borderlands 3 and... That's fine. Sorry. That's fine. That's fine. Um, the bigger one, I suppose, has been... I've been very... I'm now off the fence, I think, in terms of games. Like, I'm very much... I know I didn't like Resident Evil 2 and I can just say it and I can say why and it's only taken three years (laughs) a lot more comfortable and you know things like being able to drop games and being more conscious like um, Mass Effect Andromeda halfway through it and I was just like do you know what this is a big pile of pish and I put it down and you know like being a lot less obsessive over Mm. finishing everything and doing everything quickly it's. I'm still playing a lot. Oh, I still haven't hit that point I'm, yet. I'm playing like I'm playing a lot, but I'm yeah. being very picky over what I play. And then when I pick something, I take, I, I do it well. I don't just rush through things. So I'm kind of enjoying things a bit more. If that makes sense. Okay. Mm. Such as Borderlands Three, uh, well, and Far Cry. Borderlands Three and... is absolutely the best Borderlands to date. What a high bar to vault oh, over. Fuck's sake. <laughs> Did you just Hey, vault, if you can say you don't over. like one of the best uh, uh, games of this year. Uh, uh, vault. Yes, yes, I did say vault over it. Yes. Meme Lord. Oh, that's oh. me. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> right, Mike. Well, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, 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 it's another weird one. You know, for me, some years it's stuff like 4K and HDR and stuff like that. This year it's about... Uh, forgetting the good old pc as a as another platform um it's just got to that point where i've got i've got a steam library full of loads and loads of stuff and i i'd never got around to you know the last time i built a pc up it was basically to play um the phantom pain 
decent spec and then i realized that it actually looked probably potentially better on a ps4 pro but i've gone back to the house again i was looking over black friday i grabbed myself a new graphics card um got borderlands free faffed about got a new monitor tried a few of the new future thinking stuff like higher refresh rates and you know like free sync all that sort of stuff it's been pretty cool it's given me a sort of like a little rough idea of what to expect in the future you know like um just to see where pc gaming is ahead of the current consoles and like um what we're going to look forward to in the future like they're already promising what 120 hertz gameplay on the new ps5 and xbox series x and stuff like that so uh been it's been cool to return to the pc for a little while it didn't the bit that i didn't take into account was that 95 percent of the games i had on the pc are ab- absolute trash <laughs> steam um, sales to do that to you <laughs> but but yeah yeah I, you know i tried i tried like gears gears 5 at 60 frames a second well i was actually playing at 75 frames a second which was really odd but but no it's, it's just just weird sort of tasting the water of what's to come in the future and i think we're probably sort of like personally i've i've been thinking the last few days how am i gonna buy the new ps5 and the new xbox roughly around release time and stuff like that and it sort of made me think i'm probably gonna go calm on games for the next year as 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 shocking as that is because you know the other day i picked up up three games on the same bloody day and i've i've basically lost all control of my wallet but i know i need to calm down because all these games now will be like 12 pounds if, if i look a year and a half yeah down that's the, the tough road. thing to do but if you try and pick a ps3 game now <laughs> you know you're looking at like six pounds for pretty much anything um i don't know i don't know it's, it's it's a it's a weird future ahead but at the same time i don't think i'm gonna run out of stuff but i've sort of expanded my my scope a little by bringing the pc back in and it's it's quite a nice welcome return remember guys we get to be the nice jaded old hands. We've done the generation switch what like seven times by now. We got this under wraps. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mm. uh, we are running a bit long, as I'm sure you can tell, and you're wondering why we're still talking. So let's let's blitz through these uh, in a little bit lightning round. So keep your your description short, and let's get through this real quick because okay. poor Craig has to edit this at some point. Mm. <laughs> All right, number num- the last out of the positive, well, almost the last, the penultimate out of the positive section are your surprise favorites of 2019 maybe you tried a game didn't think you'd like it and well bam you actually really liked it oh god surprise so surprise favorite not that's that wasn't on the list list. dave what are you doing here (laughs) now you've missed question 19 there's yeah i know i'm saving that for last Uh, to finish it off Uh, for me it's star wars jedi fallen order i honestly thought this game was going to be dog shit and it was not dog shit it was human shit i, I don't know where we go with that <laughs> so it wasn't stinky until you cracked it open yeah yeah no it was honestly it was a pleasure to play and it did its own thing it added to it added in between films it it stayed away from what was controversial at the time and it made me remember why i like star wars so woohoo um, for me, Gungeon and Dead Cells have been the first two games where, you know, like the whole death thing happens. And mm-hmm. uh, they're the first two that I've liked of any sort of roguelike or roguelite games that I just, both of them, I thought, I'm not going to like this. This is just not for me. It was the same way, what do you call it? Isaac. Like, this isn't going to be for oh, me. Oh, yeah. It turned out I actually quite like it. I didn't go the mile 
or I didn't go the full the whole hog. I didn't I didn't finish it. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to think of a phrase, um, but I'd, I'd, it's been a surprise and a pleasant one at that. Okay, I'm glad. Yeah, I'll try and blast through these as quick as possible. But yeah, surprises. There's, there's yeah, Borderlands Three. I think it's it's a huge step above the previous game so far. Um, I think Control is an absolute beast, and definitely not what I was expecting, especially from Remedy, who who have, have let me down in the past pretty badly. Um, yeah, yeah, that, that's very surprising. Yeah, uh, good stuff. Oh, and Gears Five. Gears Five is is uh, a lot better than I thought. Although I like four, so it wasn't too much of a surprise. Uh, myself, it is two games. Uh, one is The Dwarves. I didn't think I would like it. And, um, a boy howdy, it's got some problems. But I genuinely enjoyed my time with it once I spent like an hour with it. I wouldn't recommend it to most people, but uh, I really enjoyed my time with it enough to pop it on this list. It was a lot of fun. Hmm. And then the second one. What is that? I don't need a second one. That's fine. <laughs> the dwarves works. What's the dwarves? What's the dwarves? Uh, it's this weird RTS slash um, action RPG thing that came out uh, last year, I believe. Based on the books. Hmm. Lots of dwarves okay. in it. Is it like myth? No, it's not like myth. Or mist. I was just going to say, is it like mist? Because I, I really liked mist. No. No, it's myth, like, myth the Fallen Lords. Myth the Fallen Lords. No, Lord, it's like Pissed, the uh, parody of Mist. <laughs> not like Mist itself. Um, okay, so now we crack into the ever fun negative category. We don't have a lot of questions here, so let's blitz through them real quick. Yeah. First one is the most potential wasted uh, award. Uh, my most potential wasted goes to Mass Effect Andromeda because it could have been fucking uh, good like Mass Effect was. Don't open that wound. Don't do it. But it just wasn't. <laughs> it was shite, and I'm happy to see it. Disappointed. Some of us still finished it. Yeah, it, it finished okay. <laughs> it finished okay. It was just like it was. It was all right. But by the time you got to the end, you were like, okay, let's just be done. That PB yeah. girl. Oh. That's the worst feeling. Is oh my god, I'm, I must be eighty percent of the way through this game. Please, for the love of God, just finish now. Just finish now. Yeah. Yeah, that point where you start skipping dialogue. Like, come on, come yeah. on, I know we're near yeah. the end, let's uh, go. Yeah. Every Zelda. Uh, my... Oh, yeah. Most, most wasted potential. Um, Nino Kuni 2. Ooh, good shout, my boy. I agree with that. Still looking out for Nino Kuni 3, but, you know, there's two sort of misses so far. <laughs> still, still waiting. He's still, <laughs> still got waiting potential. for it to be good. Even though he's finished Use it. it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for me, State of Decay 2, um, very repetitive and unoriginal. They basically just took oh. the good bits of Left for Dead and tried to make a, a Minecraft-style bleh. Yeah, wasn't great. Uh, all right, so for me, oh, this is it. the first time I've ever had something on the negative list as well as one of my game of the years, and that is The Sinking Ooh. City. While I love what they did with it, and it was great, they could have done so much more. Like, maybe if it was in the oven to bake just another couple of months, it would have been much better. Don't let that dissuade you from trying it, of course. It's just, they could have done more. 
Alright, the next mm-hmm. is the we I almost called it the Bethesda Bad Company of the Year Award, but let's leave it at the Bad Company of the Year Award with my vote going to Bethesda. Those honking idiots. Uh, what do they <laughs> do this year? Oh, 76 oh. shit. <laughs> <laughs> Just everything. Oh, they locked they locked all the Doom games, didn't they? Well, they, they locked all, all the Doom Bethesda games. ID that whole and... entire... It's not even a shit show anymore. It's a shit circus. Did you hear about the, that is Fallout the limited 76? edition bag thing? <laughs> Did you hear about them charging $100 a year subscription and then it doesn't work? Right, so... <laughs> The, the one I heard was that you got you got this limited edition bag and then it turned up eventually late. Well, after it turned up, it, it was like not what was promised or the quality was terrible. So they gave you like... No, they said it was a canvas bag and it was like plastic. Yeah. Uh-huh. So after that, they gave everybody like a five pound voucher. And in the game, you could buy said bag, <laughs> but it was like seven pounds fifty instead of a five or so. <laughs> Oh my god. Um, don't forget the limited edition yeah. helmets they sent having actual life threatening mold spores in them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they had to be recalled. What? Bethesda's all over uh, this, man. Wow. Um, oh man, that's pretty amazing. My, my worst company award goes to Blizzard for this year. Um, oh! For the whole Ooh, Hong Kong drama. A, that was a runner up for me, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's pretty that, bad. That's, that's, Pretty, pretty, pretty poor. So they basically banned one of their pro players for essentially just speaking out in favour of freedom of speech in the whole Hong Kong um, drama, shall we say? And that's that's about. I don't think. I think that's one case. Well, no, it's probably one example of how gaming and you know Western developers should not maybe get into politics at all of our countries in the East or something like that. It's very, very, very. I don't think it's right. Or at least not kowtow. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Definitely. I think you guys oh, yeah, nailed it. 100% because it's their, their financial I completely understand. over there shouldn't outweigh their, you know, like home political... Freedom beliefs. of speech yeah, rights. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a US-based company. Freedom mm. of speech is basically tattooed on everyone's foreheads. And they still, In America? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, and they still ban the guy. It's for sure, for sure. Well, I, I don't mind being the idiot who, who will accept the Diablo 4 trailer. As that trailer! And move it's beautiful. On, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, I'm going to say my, my bad company of the year is previous sponsors, EA. Uh, I think they're still <laughs> shockers, and I don't think they're doing much for me in the world of video games. I, I'd be quite happy without them, to be honest. Uh, I, I understand Respawn's a part of them, and, you know, they're... There is going to be a, a good egg in there somewhere. But wait, 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 Mike. I mean, you're telling pressure. me a company that goes through massive layoffs after a record-breaking year is a bad company? No, mm-hmm. Mike, don't say. No. <laughs> <laughs> there's not much explanation no, there's not needed not. for EA. Pretty much any year, is nope. there? No, no, you just say EA, and everybody nods sagely. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yes. <laughs> I don't have anything to add. You guys have said everything I could think of. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, you could just say Rockstar. Yeah. I don't hate Rockstar. Because I thought you hated Red Dead 2 enough to carry it over to the next year, right? No, uh, I 
didn't pay <laughs> Kojima maybe yeah, yeah. no no no, no. Um, could you just say just because we only get one pick could you say Rebellion just for disappointing Craig and Dave if you use those words that's, that's fine I, I'd like to nominate Rebellion this year because they disappear <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you, thank you. Uh, the next one is the hype train you were tired of hearing about. And Fucking I Death like Stranding. State stra- oh, oh. Uh, yes. Hey guys, you ever played the pizza delivery oh. guy job? Hang on, hang on. What's Death Stranding? <laughs> it's this game that's god awful. God awful. But people like it for some reason. I don't get it, Craig. I, re- um, I really want to play I, it. I, 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 no! I, I just want to see. Oh, have you? Mm. Yeah, have you not played it? Huh? No, still wrapped. Oh, why is that? Because I'm saving it for a rainy day. <laughs> <laughs> I am not oh. gonna say I oh. laughed with absolute glee when I finally googled a let's play of it and watched it, and I'm like, oh, you Kojima fans, this is what you deserve. This is great. Uh, but I am still tired of hearing about it. Um, uh, I haven't. So, uh, does anybody have a different answer? I, right now, the, oh no, yeah, sorry, mine's. Oh uh, yeah, uh, mine, mine's still the Outer Wilds. It's still a game that everyone seems to be giving mega praise to, and for me, it just seems like a pretty run of the mill, middle of the road sort of piece of game. That's all right. Everyone's. everyone's <laughs> That's all I got for it, really. Um, so, my current hype train that I'm fed up of hearing from people at work is the Witcher TV series. Oh, yeah, you gotta play. You gotta watch Witcher TV. You gotta watch Witcher. <laughs> and I'm like, guys, I, I just oh, don't man. like watching the telly. Oh no, but you've got you like you gotta watch Witcher TV series. And then I fell down a rabbit hole online of people that say you should watch the TV series, say you should play the game, and then the people that play the game. There's other people that say, no, no, you need to read the books. It's like this circle of hype that I just don't care about. I really like the game because I like playing games. I'm probably not going to like the books and I'm probably not going to like the TV series. So just leave me alone. All right. Uh, as a massive fan of The Witcher, mm-hmm. uh, the, don't read the books. The books are janky because mm-hmm. they don't translate very well. If you put your lot of effort into it, yes, they're good books, yeah. but they're janky. Uh, the TV show is good. But nothing I've seen you cannot get from the game. Yeah. To be honest with you. I'd agree with that. So I would say if you don't want to play the game, then certainly watch the TV show. Yeah. If you've played the game, no rush. Nah. I, it's okay. I would argue the TV show is average to good at best. It's not brilliant. And oh, it's not earth shattering. No. no, I I think the the game delivers the story points better. That okay. I've seen. Although Craig, you really need to watch the show. No, really need to watch the show. What about the books, man? You ever heard of the audiobooks? Oh, oh, I, I, I love the audiobooks. You probably should read the books before you watch the yeah. show and then play the whole series. I've heard again. if you listen to Craig. it in Polish and then like translate word by word, it's a better experience. <laughs> well, I, I, I only like things in the original language, so I had to learn Polish. And by learn Polish, I mean make up words for every word on the page. Yeah, I, I like to translate via Google Translate into English and then translate back to, <laughs> to, back to Polish. That would be interesting. <laughs> so Death Stranding, All right, yeah. and <laughs> um, not as good as the Witcher TV show. Um, 
So the last negative question isn't really negative, but it's negative in that we haven't done it yet. And that is, what games have you still not bought yet? I've got... Well, let's position this as a negative and just say that my game I still haven't bought yet is Death Stranding. Uh, that's a positive. <laughs> um, save that for the positive. Uh, um, mines is mines is an ob- obvious one because I was banging on about playing it and I, I really, really... I don't know why I haven't picked it up and started playing it. Really, is the Catherine... Um, what do you call it? What's the, the subtitle? Full Body Edition Full body or whatever edition. it's called. Yeah, yeah that one. I... I just don't know why I haven't picked it up and started playing it because I flipping love that game. I played it a couple of years ago and I, oh. I still just haven't bought it. Why? Yeah. Why, Craig? Why? I, every time I look at my Amazon list, I'm like, um, why haven't I bought this? That's on my list too. You know, why haven't I bought that? Well, I thought you had and it. And I've never played it. I, I thought... own it on PS3 and 360. It's so good. It's so good. I know, I just haven't got around to playing it. <laughs> um... Uh, my, my other one is one that we've talked about a lot, so I'm just going to say The Outer Worlds. I still haven't <laughs> played it yet. So, uh, moving on. Uh, Sekiro, just because I think it's going to be too difficult for me, but I really want to play it. I like the whole... Like, it looks really cool, but as I've said before, I suck at parrying, and the Souls game... You have to yeah, in Sekiro. The yeah. Souls game seemed a bit like you could cheese it because you could overpower yourself and do ridiculous amounts of damage. Well, that doesn't seem to be an option in this one, so yeah, it's a shame. No, this is a lot closer to like a bayonetta or something. It's a very linear uh, power progression. It's not a. I'm gonna take this. Uh, maybe I'll use a shield for this fight. Maybe I'll use a two hander for this. Nope, it's just a katana. Yeah, that that that's put me off it. Do you want do you want to know one of the weird odd things I did again this year? You know, the other year it was buy a copy of Shining Force free and Xenogears <laughs> in Japanese for <laughs> <laughs> no good reason. Well, I've outdone myself again. There's been a fan translation of uh, Sakura Tizen, a.k.a. Sakura Wars, on the Saturn. And I have managed to purchase myself a copy from, for £3.80 with free postage from Japan. So that is not on my haven't bought it yet list. Anymore. Well, that was a nice way to shovel that in, Mr. Braggy Pants. <laughs> <laughs> That's Master so Braggy what Pants what is to you? something... That is on your have not bought list yet. Something that's on my that that's like I said. Death oh, Stranding. I'm sorry. I've okay. not bought it. I've, I've not that bought is it, strange. and it's probably because I'm I'm worried about it. I, I I it was a day one purchase, and I almost had a pre order. Almost wanted to think of going for that special edition, all that sort of rubbish. And I'm sort of thinking, I just don't know. I'm just not. I'm not. You know, it's it's not there for me. It's it's sort of. All right, Mike. I, I'll probably enjoy I have a it. I'll probably enjoy it, but I'm not getting that it. You yet. will enjoy your pants off of Death Stranding. Play Shenmue Three first, <laughs> and then play Death oh Stranding. You will think Death Stranding is amazing. <laughs> Deal. All right, this is it. This is the big final question. After we have, oh my gosh, that is a long time. Uh-huh. All right, so gentlemen. Since I'm sure we've mentioned everything that it's going to be here, your top three games of the year. And just to be clear, this is games that have released this year. Or otherwise, it does, does, does it not it matter? Still follows the rules. Yeah, yeah. It's still the, these are the best three I played this ah, year. Ah, okay. Oh, I might need to change. My, did I need to change my answer? Okay. Today, only today. This could probably yeah. change for me in a week. Um. <laughs> oh, I'll go first then. If you guys want to fiddle with your stuff. 
I have Iceborne as number one because, <laughs> duh. Mm-hmm. I have Metro Exodus for reasons stated before. And I have Kingdom Hearts 3 because, by golly, it finally came out. Woohoo. Mm. That's, a, that's a decent list. Um, I can't, I can't argue with that. Uh, no. do, do you want yeah, to hear sure. mine? Yeah, if you're ready. <laughs> well, I've I've gone for six because oh, I didn't want to do. Jeez, I'm kidding. It is three. It is three. I'm just okay. So uh, I didn't put them in order though, so it's gonna be a funny one. So number one, Resident Evil Two, excellent, excellent stuff. Um, number two, upcoming podcast game Control. Ooh, a, a game that I did hear Dave earlier say could be a filler between Resident Evils and it definitely is and it's, it's fit that that niche perfectly number three is going to have to be uh, not mentioned once on the podcast so far weirdly enough Bloodstained Ritual of the Night oh really I thought that was an excellent follow up not not perfect but an excellent follow up pretty yeah. good and yeah, yeah I was excited for it. It came out. It's it's reduced in price to a stupid fraction of what I paid for it now, so I'm a bit gutted. But yeah, because you got to buy point. you got and another it's free hat. on Game Pass. Yeah, I get to keep it forever. Exactly. That's ace. Ah, good list, man. Good list. The only one I'm iffy on is Control, but uh, other than that, yeah. Good shout. Luke, Craig? Um, I've got sex as well, for some strange reason. <laughs> Shock. <laughs> I know the only reason I've got six is because I've got three solid picks that are 2019 releases, right? It's Outer Worlds, Blood and Truth, and Borderlands 3 because the, because of all the reasons that I've said in all of the cases there. But there's a sprinkling of Yakuza 6, Kiwami, Kiwami 2 through there <laughs> that just need to, it needs a mention that they're outstanding to just play back to back and lose yourself in there. Nice one. Uh, if you got dropped into Kamarocho in real life, do you think you can manage to find your way out? Absolutely. I could manage to go and fucking run a hostess and club. <laughs> I reckon you would be stripped and tattooed within five minutes. <laughs> um, for me, it's Divinity Original Sin 2, Resident Evil 2, and Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, Fallen Order is on my list. I hopefully will be playing it soon because I'm contractually obligated to play all Souls-likes. Uh, I personally wouldn't try and play it like a Souls-like because I don't think the reward is there. I started off playing it on a harder difficulty and then there's something rewarding about beating a boss in in, um, in the Souls game. But the, the bosses in this game aren't, I don't know, they're, they're, not, the, they're, they're not the main focal point. Well, it can't be more disappointing than Lords of the Fallen. Yeah. So, as long as it beats Lords of the Fallen, I think we're good. Yeah, I think it'll beat that. But, yeah, I mean, it was a strange design choice. I can, I, I don't understand. It's like they've picked different parts from different games. Um, bit Uncharted, bit Dark Souls, bit... Yeah, but it works for me. All right. All right, so in the usual closing scree, if you happen to have a lot of time on your hands over this holiday period and you would like to maybe use all these categories and send in your questions, I'll tell you what, if we get enough of them, I'll totally do an episode of reading other people's questions and answers. That'd be ace. Uh, If not, uh, since this is the end of the year, um, 
we've been looking at our numbers and boy howdy they're growing and that's the opposite direction we expect them to go so thank you very much for everybody who's been listening and sticking around we really appreciate it uh, especially since we're just four dudes who play video games so thank <laughs> you yes thank um you. no uh i guess <laughs> i guess now is a good time to announce that um yeah feeling a little bit burnt out with the podcast stuff so i am going to take a step back um I'm not sure I enjoy playing games to review, but we'll see how I feel in a few months, and maybe I'll jump in on a few episodes. Some people are probably celebrating, other people are maybe everybody's celebrating yet. But keep up the good work, guys, uh, and I look forward to... Put away the champagne, guys! Put it away! (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, um, uh, we've talked to Luke, and I'd rather not ruin a friendship over something like the show. So, yeah, that's fine. Take a break. Come back when you're ready. Uh, if we never see you again... I, I do it all the time. Yeah, yeah, Mike does it, all, it all the time. time. <laughs> Mike was moving house for three years. <laughs> <laughs> but, yes, okay, so to close this sucker out, because it's been far too long, again, thank you very much for listening to 2019. We've gotten oddly more popular during it, so really appreciative of that uh we have no patreon page we have no kickstarter we have no nothing so you know what don't even tell your friends about it this will be our little secret it's just me <laughs> and you you milky thighed stud all right so gentlemen all that's left to say is uh <laughs> happy new year uh happy holidays see you oh i just want to go with happy new year happy new year, Merry new year. That's year. Good. After that. happy new year thanks for listening love you all Okay.